0: welcome we thank you for listening with us today we ask that you please stow away and secure all important items there are no emergency exits so just sit back relax fasten your earbuds
1: and enjoy
0: hey coleman Hey, John Hannon. Today we have uh, Carrie Kane on. She's our guest. And um, she's the daughter of convicted killer Kim Kane, yeah? who was locked up uh, yeah. for the murder of 71 year old Geraldine Puchillo, who died on June 13th, 1996, mm-hmm. in her home in West Palm Beach, Florida, where she was tied up and uh, strangled to death. Um, and Kim Kane uh, has been locked away for nearly 20 years, but he might not have done it. And uh, that works too. Yeah, there's a lot regarding this case, and I want to break it down and unpack it as much as possible.
2: This is a big deal,
3: guys.
4: Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny 2 Informing. And now, without further delay, your host, John Hannon.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for listening and downloading. This is episode sixty-three. You're listening to Funny to Informing. I'm your host, uh, John Hannon, and that is Chris Coleman. It is wherever that is. If it's the uh, the car in front of you, if it's the the man on the corner, that's Coleman.
3: <laughs> if I'm holding a sign, it's probably <laughs> me.
0: Yeah, that, uh, and it
3: says like "Get your phones free here at Metro PCS" or some shit like that. Yeah. That's probably me on my how's, day off. Uh,
0: how's things been for you lately?
3: Good. I've been holding the sign from Metro PCS.
0: Good. Good.
3: And uh, really getting my bills paid off. Getting that paid for.
0: <laughs> uh
3: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Oh,
0: there. Um. Have you seen out there? There's uh, Lee, I believe, uh, one of our listeners. He made gifts of us, like little no. gif. Yeah. Have you seen them? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he gifted he, us gifts. No, like gifts. G I F. He made gifts. He gifted us gifs. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. shit you going i can i can't enunciate it
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway it's all the, yeah awesome yeah. Yeah. thanks lee he was showing us um on funny informatives the group page that we have Yeah. He, uh, apparently
3: he, i don't participate enough cuz i missed this completely no. tag me in this
0: lee no no you know what you need to start participating in the shopping carts it's be, uh, it's been an epidemic within oh, our really? group page yeah. i
3: always participate you know what i do i walk my happy ass to the cart wrangler and I dump my fucking card in there like a gentleman, sir.
0: Like a good gentleman. As yeah. you should. Well, even Rocky does it, so... If uh, that's
3: we're... what that's, That was my point. If Fatty Two Tits can get this done, <laughs> anyone can. Yeah. So get off your ass and put your cards in the fucking wrangling. Yeah, right?
0: ever, uh, right. ever since... Uh, uh, the backyard session with Pinkman, uh, he Pinkman. It, it, it has become a huge thing with these shopping carts. So uh, you know. So is
3: he for it or against it? I forgot.
0: I no, he's he's against. He's it. for it for putting him in in the Wrangler. The, the, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, normally I would say fuck that because fuck that guy, but I agree with him on this.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I don't agree with everything he does either, but uh, we are on the same side with the road. I agree.
3: You should get punched in the face, though,
0: right? Yeah, I punch him to, in the I face. I tried to get John in contact Hayden. with Bill Nelson, but mm. anyways, um, we we have the guests on Senator and, Bill. Um, Okay. This is uh, this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes. Um, I don't have digi hears because uh, there was a whole shit. Did you
3: hear we're talking to a convicted murderer's family? So that's, we're a, on it. That's that's our digi for this whole, week, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just need that one it starts big at the one. beginning and it ends at the end. Yeah, and we have um, Carrie Kane, the daughter of convicted killer Kim Kane. Um, thank you for being on. I can appreciate you um, for talking with us, especially. Um, the numerous times that this story's been covered and um, with uh, dealing with such an intense topic like murder. uh, I do appreciate you coming on and letting us talk to to you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, I mean, probably not a lot of people know, but you two were in our corner when we first started Millionaire Murder with Sean. And, um, I was texting you guys while we were filming the show, you know, letting you guys know what was going on, and we thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to oh, yeah. get out what's happened after the fact.
0: Yeah, and we um we also have uh, her longtime boyfriend on Daryl, and um you've been with her through all of this, right?
5: Oh, absolutely.
0: How, how okay? How long have you guys been together? Do you guys
5: know? I do. Oh. Great. <laughs>
0: Yes. You got to pay
5: me in this Gary corner knew, right now. Not too
3: get. much longer Gary, after this, yeah, but you g- know, Gary up knows until now,
5: and she's looking at you, Daryl. What? Oh, uh, my it's, <laughs> it's, oh my God! It's
0: my God! Ballpark it if you can. Oh, the, take a shot in the dark.
5: The three and a half years we've been together has been amazing. Is it, okay yes. now? Is All that right. accurate, Kerry? Yeah, she got a smile. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's an affirmative.
0: And good, 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 good. Um, no, so you've been supporting her, uh, probably one of her main support beams through um, going through all of this. But, um, you know, so I appreciate you also because we're not doing this on the pod patio. We uh, actually came out the to you guys. Go to edition. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh,
3: Dirtona Beach.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can smell the bums and broken roller coasters from here.
2: Technically, it's Ormond, Christopher.
3: Whatever. I drove here. I used to live here. I know. We's in Holly Hill, really. Ormond is too fancy. Daytona is just a lie. And uh, Holly Hill, if you guys are, or, or as the locals refer to it, holy
5: hell. South Ormond. So,
1: so uh, <laughs> yeah. Holly Hill, Holly Hill,
5: South Oregon. No,
0: no, and Daryl gotcha. was fucking with me on the way over here because he's like, "Oh, I gave the security gate your your code, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, so you're good to go, your name and everything." And then uh, I
3: recognized the street name when he told me it, and I and then I was like, "Is there a gate there?" There's no gate. Like, well, I mean, John has ID, so we'll just fucking get through the gate. And then he goes, "I don't know if he's fucking with me because you said." Fuck that shit. We don't have a gate. We're, we're regular folk or some shit. And I was oh like, God. I'm pretty
2: sure there's no gates. <laughs> <laughs> we are not
3: poor. less poor than me. So
0: no, I'm this poorer. House, you know what? It's uh, cleaner than my house. So many sure. snacks, you bro. See. Cleaner so, than,
3: so many snacks. It's cleaner. Than she was like, there's snacks here. There's snacks there. There's snacks in the fridge. Just get the food. And that's a bad thing to tell me because I live in a snack-free household. Oh, there's
0: snacks right in front of me. Yeah. What am I doing? These chips are amazing. Oh, are these spicy? No. no. Oh, okay, good. Okay, awesome. Um, okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, they – the wait, where was I going with that? Hold on. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, eat some okay. chips. Wait, well, because we were talking about Mr. Wasson, Sean, and Millionaire Murder, uh, we met. At um one of his radio Pinewood.
2: Pinewood Derby, it's the first time we physically met. Each
0: yeah, other. one of his events. Did yeah. yeah. I meet you guys
2: there? Yes, you did. I thought so. Along with your beautiful girlfriend, and your beautiful girlfriend was there as well. Yes. Oh
0: shit, I remember none of this. Oh, oh, but well, we were having it's a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> That's what I heard. Was I there?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you Just were. Kidding. I was mostly there. You were a little intoxicated, slightly.
0: Yeah. Well, and this is one I thing I sometimes. want to do, um I want to also get out there right now because we. Um, despite you know the reason why we're having you on is to talk about your father and his case and everything. We're we're gonna kind of do that in segment two when we come back from break and everything like that. Um, and people should also know like and if you um, want to pause it and kind of come back to this afterwards. This story has been covered on A&E City Confidential, right? Yes. Yeah. If you go to YouTube, I think yeah. you can just type in Kim Kaine.
2: Uh Actually, I think it, you have to do Deadly Infestation, the Ooh. name of the show. Really?
0: Oh, the, the okay. episode num- or name or whatever, It's yeah. not about killer roaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably
2: Technically, not. it kind of is, though, Chris. Okay.
0: Uh,
3: well, yeah. it's all in how you look at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then, so it was covered on A&E City Confidential and then Sean Watson Millionaire Murder. Um, he did a season of it, and I'm I'm assuming he's planning on wrapping it up. He said he's he, <laughs> is he? He said he was going to. We're
3: supposed no, we to.
2: It. There's some talk going
3: on. What the hell did I get myself into?
0: What
2: the <laughs> hell did I get myself into?
0: Uh, uh,
3: what did we get ourselves into, John? <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, dude, uh, I, segment two is going to be really, really interesting. There's going to be a lot to a uh, lot to unpack and figure out. But okay. we and we're going to get on, into all of it. But uh, and then the other thing that just aired recently was Reasonable Doubt. On Investigation Discovery, yes, good and episode. That that was a good literally episode. just
3: watched it, literally <laughs> so fresh in my mind,
0: like right. Before. Ask me things,
3: I'll tell you now. Go shoot. <laughs> yeah. His name was Chris. He's a giant black guy. He's intimidating.
0: <laughs> retired
3: a retired homicide detective slash football player. Hey, I don't he, know.
0: He's intimidating, and he seems like he's got a uh, Fatima, good, a good brain, hot, Fatima. sexy, foreign girl. I was brown skin. Saying. When when I was read well, when I was watching it intimidating I, also I, in my head I was saying Fatima instead of Fatima and that was uh, I guess
3: you call yourself fat you call me fat that was no bueno
0: Fatima Fatima um, No, I was yeah I but I no it's Fatima that's my bad that's not fine right. now you know I I, I mispronounce the things all know. the time
3: I know you do I'm not even worried about podcast.
0: it I'm not even okay, okay. And, uh, <laughs> again we we do appreciate you guys having it on but I we I want to apologize also because. While we were in our group chat and we're sitting there trying to coordinate a day and be professional and get a time and figure everything out, and um, there were a couple of nipple pictures in there.
2: Oh, good. oh my god! Did you really god. go there?
0: Some titty images. Oh my <laughs> god!
2: And it was not female nipples. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. It was no, Coleman in all of his glory.
2: This is my um, pepperoni nips. <laughs> It's more like dinner plate nips.
0: Under a rug. Thank God
3: that's not.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: a sexy soft rug.
0: I had to apologize to them. What did you want me no, to
2: No, you weren't at the live event. I got it in full force Live at least did three, I show you my, Oh, i did a secret I my show <laughs> like You're
3: every right. time i turn Pop.
2: around his shirt's up <laughs> yeah. he's trying to show me his nipples and i just walked around with my eyes closed.
3: trying successful
0: well and i was the one i was like i think we need to um get into a different group chat because every time i was scrolling up for like you know uh things that were said or you know i know
3: that's fine now like every 10 messages it'll be a new nitpick yeah, just uh, just keep it fresh in your, your refreshes. <laughs> Only
2: if Adriana's feet are involved will I look at it.
0: <laughs> That's all I need is a hot titty image. Your, your, the picture. Feet, uh, nipples. Feet. Yeah, feet. Coleman's <laughs> revealing himself. It's, oh my god! Oh no! 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 Um, okay. <laughs> Sweet nipple Coleman, yeah, I like we, that. That's, just, if
3: I was a basketball player for the Harlem Globe Trotters, Trotters, that would be that it. would be my name. Trotters, <laughs> Har- Harlem Globe trattles. That That's that's the Jewish version of the Harlem Globe Trotters. Yeah. Now
5: the the Trotters are tomorrow morning, but <laughs> we just want to know when that's going to be out on DVD. <laughs> yeah. DVDs so out. out.
3: Outdone, guys. Um, it'll be on thumb drives only.
0: Glo- Globe Trotters is the JV team. <laughs> for
2: so, are we gonna retire Pizza Peisenberg as your sweet? Yeah, sweet nipple Coleman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Peisenberg was short lived. It was. Yeah, but rest in peace.
2: You get a you get a fucking pizza named after you, and then all of a sudden and we then, gotta change. Yep, uh,
3: sorry, boss. We got to change the menus to Sweet Nipples Coleman Pizza. Yeah, we, he's I don't gonna, think it's gonna sell as much. He's what do I put on that? For
2: Pepperoni. Pepperoni and hair. <laughs>
3: yeah. all right done
2: uh, bean sprouts yeah Him. Him. him <laughs> getting, i
3: thought you said bean sprouts uh,
0: <laughs> that's uh that's too funny and um okay so i thought this we, was supposed to be serious oh no oh, it
3: is so serious guys we're Come easing
0: on. into all of it and uh you know because and like the intro stated um you know so people are aware that your father was convicted of a murder back in 96 uh you know elderly woman in west palm beach but um you know, we will get into all of that again later. But what was it like for you in 1996? You were 14 years old, right?
2: I was 13 when he was arrested.
0: 13. Okay. So what is it like for you initially, one, to just lose your father? Like,
2: Well, it's not fun.
0: It, well, because it, it comes blindly. Like, oh, because I thought it was fun.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. No, I Thanks know. Thanks for you're
3: clarifying that.
2: No, the way it, the this whole story from start to finish, the way it all played out is what is so unreal. And it's almost like it was, I don't even think like the best screenwriters could come up with this story because the day he was arrested was actually the morning he was supposed to pick me up from my aunt and uncle's house for me to spend the summer with him. and I walked in to my aunt's bedroom and saw his driver's license on the TV and they said that he was arrested for this murder.
0: Yeah, and, and like, yeah, like for you, it's a regular day, and then just out of nowhere, like you, there's no way you could have become TV, you, right? It's yeah.
2: on fucking
3: TV, like, is how yeah. you find out. You
0: mm-hmm. don't know this woman. Did you know that you they
3: were, did you know of the murder and that there was, yeah, of course, he didn't like sit you down at 13 and say, Listen no. here, honey, the police are been questioning me. Well, right.
2: this is what's weird because that was the weekend of he and Patty's anniversary, and then John and they Picker's, went to Atlanta, right? Yes, when mm-hmm. they went to Atlanta. So, oh, a
0: baseball game. Yes, a Braves yeah. game. Okay. Yes, I
3: believe the Atlantas have Run. the Braves. <laughs> they play the baseballs.
2: Um, so, anyways, um, that Friday evening, I was to stay with my grandma, his mother, and my stepsister was with me. She was four at the time, and so the phone rang, and it was back in the day, we you know the house phones or whatever, and so. Grandma didn't realize that I picked up the phone the same time that my dad did. So she says, hello, I'm listening. And I hear my dad say to her, I just want to let you know, we got to Atlanta. Everything's fine. Nobody is following us. And so she was just like, okay, keep me informed. Let me know what's going on. So like a
0: particular reason he's going.
2: Exactly. So I was kind of for the weekend. I'm thinking in my head something's not, something's going on. So I called my mom Sunday night when I got to my aunt's house and she, that's when I lived in Tennessee at the time. And I called her, she's up there and I'm like, something's going on. She goes, well, I'm sure tomorrow when you get with your dad, he'll explain to you. So I asked my grandma on the drive out there, what's going on? I heard what, And she kind of got a little misty eyed and, you know, choked up and she goes, your dad's going to talk to you about it tomorrow. Well, once again, woke up that morning was getting ready. Walked in the bedroom Saw oh, Right oh, and,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong This Like it was a three wrong. week Wrong Sorry It was uh, Probably It was a <laughs> You never know um, it's And a, go it's a, We'll find out Well there was a three week period From her death To the time that your dad Got arrested right Was uh, it like three weeks It was or a month It was a month? three weeks okay.
2: When they started questioning him From okay. the murder But he was arrest- He was. She was killed June 13th of 96 He was arrested July 17th of 96 okay. Oh
0: yeah So, so, almost, so Yeah right around. Yeah a month. about a month mm-hmm. Yeah okay. a little yeah. bit more um okay cuz that's I just wanted to make sure like the time frame was you know lining up in my head correctly mm-hmm. and um so as you know of course there's the initial shock of it all and as you start to get older how do you think that not having a father um uh, like there, cause he's there, but he's not there. You know what I mean? Yes. So, how do you think it, it it affected you developing as a person, and um, you know, like having children and uh, developing relationships with uh, significant others? Mm-hmm. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> hey, look at you. No, you know, and this is my bad. But you, uh, you know, and I, sh- I'm just want to put this out there. You guys are sharing a mic right now, and I, I should have had another one here. I had had the headset. Had four headsets, had four cables. No, he
3: only had three. John, he he borrowed a headset from me. Could have borrowed a microphone too. Probably would have sounded crappy because I hear those mics aren't great. Yeah, but uh, well, we would have found out. But he didn't tell me to bring a mic, so I didn't
2: bring the a mic. microphone. Was left in two thousand one.
0: <laughs> those were shitty
3: mics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
2: they're not even going to
0: know what that was. Those about. were the shittiest mics. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck that. Anyway, made
2: us all giggle. Yeah, I
0: mean. exactly right. And uh, so. Uh, how was it for you growing up, um, having children, developing personal relationships, uh, you know, without your father? How do you feel like it would have been different with your father?
2: Well, what's funny is, um, and I know I'm probably going to catch shit for saying this, but we're being honest, aren't we?
0: Absolutely. Catch
3: better, all the shit, please. It's, it's, please say things that catch shit. So like, help you God. That. Well, then Those I'm going to give things. you my
2: my mother's number that way when i get this phone call or text message after she hears this but i was actually in talks with my dad and patty into moving down to florida from tennessee to be away from my mother um oh okay so i we were gonna do the whole court thing for my dad to get custody and me move down to west palm but yeah shit happened and
0: yeah but, but your father your father kim was nothing but good to you
2: Um, he was, he was absent a few years, but it was when I was like five or six years old. So I really don't remember it. Okay. The years that I do remember, he, he, he did what he needed to do. You know, I lived far away, but I mean, he got me for the summers, you know, he always called, you know, birthday cards, whatever. Right. And, you know, he was as
3: good as a divorced dad in two States away could have, you know, been at that time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I understand.
2: to answer your question, you know, I think. I, I'm a firm believer. I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. We may not understand it at the time. We may not ever fully understand it. But every single action that happens in our lives puts us on the path of where we're supposed to be. And I believe that if he would have been innocent and, you know, not had, had been locked away during those years of growing up, I I can't say where I would be. Because and I really don't want to because I love my life now. I had to go through a lot of shit.
3: Right. To yeah, get oh where yeah. I am now well, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You, and your experience has made you who you are today. So Absolutely. who knows if you'd be better, worse. The I'd same. probably be who an knows? asshole. There you go.
0: Were you uh were you like a daddy's girl growing up? You know uh, that phrase yeah. daddy's girl. Yeah. yeah you yeah, were okay. yeah, But I wasn't oh. it was
2: more like daddy's boy because I was a tomboy. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I didn't, I was like, my daughter is six years old and she's all about princesses and pink and dresses. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing?
3: Ah. I
2: was playing sports, stuff like that. He was coaching some of my teams, you know, he taught me how to fish. Okay. So I was kind of like daddy's tomboy.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Was that, um, that was, uh, you know, when your father got locked up and all of that, as time went on did did the feeling ever fade away like um just getting used to dealing with everyday things without him cuz i am sure like initially you're like oh i'll just you know call my dad or oh wait i can't you know well, it's, or it's it's like a death does it fade it over time it mm. fades oh, yeah, a little bit
2: it does but it, it when it first initially happens it's like a death because you know like that if you sense. lose somebody unexpectedly oh yeah you want to pick up the phone and call if you've had a bad day or you need advice and it's the same thing because you can't pick up the phone and call right, him. You right. can write letters, but you know and that's not
3: the immediate response you need sometimes. No, right. absolutely. No, yeah. not.
2: So you know, it was just a thing of uh, I just you just kind of get numb to it after a while. Yeah, and you got to move that. forward. You know, and and thankfully, um, my mom picked up her game when all this happened, and then my my nana, my mom's mom, she really when I moved down here, she just took over and...
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like a lot of different people would have to assume uh, responsibilities, you know, Mm -hmm. when something like this happens. And again, especially like out of nowhere, you're just like, what the... Um, But uh, how what's the relationship with your father? Like, do you guys, um, or were you like making regular visits to him throughout the years? Like, were you guys like scheduling days to see each other? Well, that's and, the like, thing.
3: Probably at first it was hard because he was, he was thing. here it's and impo- you were in Tennessee and mm-hmm. you were 13, 14. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not like you just hop in a car and drive to Florida to see your dad. It's like,
0: it's impossible to establish that relationship. Like, you know, trying to make those regular visits and go like, right. It's all phone and calls of your and your
3: letters, letters. I'm sure at first yeah, it's, right.
0: it, it's hard to establish it. And then it's hard to maintain it after that, you know?
2: Well, what was really hard at the beginning is that um, his, he was originally at the Palm Beach County Jail, and then once he was convicted, he was sent to Perry, Florida, which is from West Palm Beach. It's an 11-hour drive. Yeah. So Perry,
3: Florida? Perry. It's
2: right before or right after. That's got to be the
0: tip right there.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's around
2: Tallahassee area. Okay.
3: Uh, um, middle but, of nowhere, oh, yeah. where they put jails. Gotcha. And so
2: when I moved <laughs> to Florida... My grandma and pop. How old were you? Uh, I was 15 when I moved to Daytona. Okay. Okay. Um, so my grandma and pop would drive up from West Palm, get me here, and then we would haul butt over to Perry, which okay. from here is like eight hours. Oof. And then Oof. we'd get a hotel Jesus. room for the night, get up. Go and see him.
0: God, yeah, the yeah. type of like strings you got to pull and like things you got to do just to you know oh. just to get like a like a visit, you know, or
3: well, hang out same time. state
2: in the same state even. You but know, let's talk about my grandparents who faithfully went even when he was that far away at least two or three times a month. Just Jesus. to go and support him because it just did happened.
0: You see, well, and that's why I kind of like felt like I should ask that question because it is um, a commitment you're making. To, oh, absolutely. To, to put, you know, uh, set this time aside, and you know, it's because it's more than just the time you're hanging out with him. It's the time it takes to get there and to get
2: yeah,
3: home. I mean, and, in their case, staying overnight in a in a hotel some room,
2: seedy ass motels. I Let can me imagine tell you what, like, we're talking a tiny ass town with like. Psycho Motel, Bates Motel, going on, right, like, right,
0: yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. Well, and it's um, it's kind of like damning that we're kind of talking about this stuff um, like not long after Father's Day.
2: That doesn't even faze me anymore.
3: No. It's almost been, it's just over the anniversary of the the murder, and almost. The anniversary of his arrest. Arrest. Oh yeah, yeah
0: twenty two ca- years.
2: Well what's funny is the reasonable doubt season premiere was June thirteenth. Right. Which was last and that would have been twenty two years. Oh wow. anniversary, yeah. Twenty two yeah, yeah, yeah. years. Yep. Wow.
0: I didn't even think about that. Holy mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. Um Okay. And then uh like cuz we're we're going to get to a uh, break kind of sort of soon here and uh and then come back with uh, all nope. the details and break this thing down. Nope. Um we're going to end it. But I wanted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard enough. I, uh, I, All I, the facts are in, guys. And I, I kind of hope I'm not o- overstepping my boundaries, but I wanted to uh, kind of turn it to Daryl a little bit. One, happy Father's Day. Oh,
5: well, thank you. But yeah.
0: um, with um, like Peyton and, you know, yes. Carrie's children, do you kind of assume, like, do you feel like you're um, a father to them or kind of stepping into that? Because my father did the same thing for my older um, siblings, you know, even though I consider them my brother and sister, like that terminology will never be lost. It's never half brother, half sister, blah blah blah. Well, we all came from the same mom. No, that's my brother and sister, point blank. And um, you know, but my dad kind of stepped in and filled that role of taking care of them on top of you know having us. But what do you um uh you slipping into this role of you know um not your children and all of that? What is that for you um? Well, that's a hard it's a hard
5: thing to do. Yes, it it, really is. It it really is, because I I, I don't want to step in and say that I am their father.
0: No, no, no. Yeah,
5: because I would I would never take that away from their biological father. But I. I do step in and try to give them guidance and help them with their problems and uh, try to coach them along through through life yeah
0: because it's a it's kind of hard to dance on that like boundary line you know and 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 my father was dealing with it too. it really
5: is it it really is um you know they 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 do have a great father and uh i i would never take them away from take that away from them uh but no, right.
0: but, but but again, like at this point, point, like and if you guys have been together three and a half years, give or take, because Daryl was trying to ballpark numbers earlier. And he was like, hey,
3: wasn't too sure. <laughs> he was like uh, two. He's looking at two, her. She
0: was like three. No, no, no. He was like three. She higher, higher. Like, uh, a little
3: bit. You're warmer, warmer. He was like and a half. Oh, she no. I,
0: he was like, Man. I have a tally chart. Yeah. No. And uh, so like being together that long, you know, it's it, it's almost like they have two fathers now. You know. Yeah, I mean, yes. I feel like
3: it's the role he has to play as a as a man with someone with kids, yeah, and you're and living together. Uh, yeah. I mean, whether he wants to be or not, there will be times when he has to give fatherly style advice. Yeah, Absolutely, it's,
5: and it's, I I've accepted that role, and you know, I, I I wasn't blessed to to have children with my previously previous relationships, so. You know, it it is a blessing to have children. Nice. Yeah, nice.
0: Well, so, I mean, uh, props to you, dude. Cheers to you, bro. And especially, you. you know, getting into everything that you've had to get into. It's you know, yeah, it's, it's it's easy just to back out and say, you know what, this is this isn't my problem. Fuck it. And you don't you you never once said that. You know what I mean? I, no,
5: like, I haven't, and and I could have easily years ago, but. You know, I, I, I love Carrie to death. I love her children. And, you know, I'm here. Yeah, that's, nice. that's so cool. I'm and um,
0: uh, before, you know, we cut to break and get into an, uh, the serious nitty gritty of it all, um, do you have a, a any business or anything that you guys want to, um, you know, put out there or let people know or? Nothing, nothing at all Like an
5: Etsy store Wait, or
3: like,
0: Nowhere wow. they can find you well, Or Pinterest
3: I, boards, guys Come on, I know it, You're not I shucking do, pearls uh,
5: I have recently acquired a cricket machine And I've been getting into uh, bedazzling So you, all can, right. <laughs> you will be able to see some of my products on I need Etsy. I'm
3: looking for some new Speedos so <laughs> That's what we'll, I like we'll to hear We'll get together after oh, yeah. the show a speeder, yep. a pepperoni. Yep. you, do you make uh, man tassels? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk off the show. We can talk off the show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, God.
3: Or we can talk on the show. No. Mean, we're, well, we're get? about to
0: cut the break. Oh, so. is that not on the okay. paper?
3: We can't talk about it. It's not on the paper.
0: Fuck you. He's no. going to beat me with the paper, guys. Yeah, this let's, is the most I've along. ever prepared for a show, let me tell you. I have. <laughs> I'm ready for it. You know, right, I, are you saying you I got have
5: Who's the smallest writing ever?
0: Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot to go through. But, um, you know, so we're going to take a little bit of a break. The song that I have going into break, I tried to. I found one myself. If it's I Miranda wasn't...
3: Lambert, I quit.
0: No,
2: I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's All right, a... buddy, I got the microphone now. Damn it. Yeah. You, you do it in not front of her. that is the queen because she now holds the most CMA awards ever really? by a female country artist. Really? Yes, sir. Google it.
5: No way. Oh, I by God. female. But deep down inside, she is a strong Gwen Stefani. Uh, oh,
0: so. oh,
2: yeah? Oh, hell no.
0: Does, does Miranda Lambert have more than Tim McGraw? Yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, Tim McGraw,
2: Mister Auto Tune, like he's like the T. Holy crap! He's this the, the T. Pain of country music. Okay, That's
0: fine. So okay, so, this, so eat your words, lady. We are um gonna be right back in <laughs> about in about a minute or so to Tim McGraw. Uh, live like you were dying. Okay, um, okay, I feel like it's kind of a pertinent message, just because it kind of signifies like the fragility of life, and yes. you got to live it to the fullest. And um, it it kind of sucks to think about it. One, you know, uh, but sometimes little things can just ruin everything, and you get one life. Yes. And it ruins everything sometimes.
2: I just want to say how so proud we'll I am of you that you went with a country song, even though it's Tim Girl. <laughs> nice, I am not as
0: good as Miranda Lambert.
2: <sighs> no, but I, I give you mad props because uh, I know that was torturous for you. Yeah, so. hey, well, we we discussed it and we both
3: agreed to be honest with you.
2: Yeah. On this yeah. Song. yeah.
3: I'm, listen, I don't like country, but like like I told him, that's a country song everybody knows, and it's it's a good song with a good message. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So we'll uh, we'll be right back in one minute. Uh, funny to informing. This is episode sixty three
4: asked him when it sank in, that this might really be the real end. How's it hit you when you get that kind of news? Man, what you do? And he said, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a full name blue man. I've been denying And he said Someday I hope you Get the chance To live like you would die
0: Hey, gang, if you go to facebook.com or instagram.com slash funny to informing you guys can uh, better uh, get in contact with us as well as see pictures of behind-the-scenes stuff and uh, everything that's going on.
3: Funny Informatives group on Facebook. Get with it, interact, participate. What are you waiting
0: for? Oh, that's where we had the most fun.
3: That's where it goes down, guys. And
4: all of a sudden going fishing Wasn't such an imposition And I went three times that year I lost my dad well, I, I finally read the good book And I took a good, long, hard look At what I'd do if I could do it all again And then I went skydiving I went Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds On a full-name Blue Manchu And I know
0: Okay, we are um, back. Episode 63 of Funny to 63, not 83? Not 83. <laughs> I thought it was 83. I'm way off. <laughs> oh, even, even my fuck-ups off mic. You, uh, Guess what? Up from the future. You still got to catch me. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah.
2: from the past, 2001. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm going to clip this 20 episodes from now, and we're going to see what we're doing by then. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what we're working Sadly, on. Sadly, because- probably worse than I am today. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be better content-wise. This, no? this is one of my favorite things that we could have possibly have covered on this show. Is this up our to pinnacle?
3: The, up to this point. This, You're this. right, John. It's all downhill from here, guys. So <laughs> check <laughs> out after this episode.
0: <laughs> this may be our apex of our... Uh, Yikes. No, who knows? Right, we, uh, it's a plateau, if yeah. you will. Welcome back. Um, it's, it's myself and Coleman, and um, the guests that we have on with us are Carrie Kane and um, boyfriend Daryl Munson. Munson? Thank you
5: guys for... Uh, like
3: the city in Indiana? Yeah. Oh. No. Wow. wow.
5: Digging hey. Geography. Digging deep for the reference. Oh. Or the chocolate factory in Pennsylvania.
3: Oh, look at that. Hey, hey. I know which I'd claim.
2: Or it's the not guy. Not the shitty town in Indiana. The guy from uh, the movie, the bowling movie. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's it.
3: You've been Munsoned.
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) That's what you say when your life is shit. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) No offense to present company. Pretty much sums it up. Okay. Wait, he's still, but I can vouch he has both hands. He has not lost any in a bowling ball return.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
3: accident
2: not yet
0: well um thank you guys for for coming on and again chatting with us and opening up um you know uh, your home getting opening up your home opening up your personal lives
3: my to us. home
2: is pretty badass isn't it
0: i
3: love that it best, no, best french it onion on
2: dip show. in holly hill daytona
3: i'm gonna tell you that <laughs> right now south ormond Okay.
2: But you saw it on the show. My house is so beautiful. <laughs> oh oh yeah. my
3: god! That yeah. bar behind you guys, man. Unreasonable we're really doubt. I, that.
0: I'm, I'm. Yeah. It's It's a little different than I remember seeing it <laughs> on the where's, show.
3: Where's that cutie Fatima?
0: Yeah. 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 She
3: coming out right?
0: Is it Fatima? Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Where's that fatty fatty mouth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. And I really don't um know any good way to really get into the topic, um. But you know we're, the, the main reason why we're here is because your father, uh, Kim Kane, was accused of killing Geraldine Pucillo um, in 1996, June 13th, um, strangulation, and her hands were bound behind her back. She was found in the bathtub in West Palm Beach, and uh, I, I didn't know where I wanted to begin talking about this, but I guess we could just figure out um, your father, for one, and then the victim – um, your your dad He was 32 at the time yes. Right So kind of uh, You know young Younger yeah.
2: than what I am now Which is weird Yeah Yeah It yeah,
0: is
3: weird So you were 13 at the time He was, was 32 So he started having kids young mm-hmm. Shout out Kim Kane. Okay I'm With you on that sir
0: hey, Coleman knows He's a grandpa now I
2: know The cutest baby ever See she
3: knows you know. Shit talker I like you
0: though I, I, I does, I'm thank a you. Nice he lady. is so cute the gray in your beard hits the light and it's like wow um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway
3: it is like wow does it yeah. make you wet too yeah anyway
0: he uh anyways he was thirty two years old and um and I guess a prime uh, a prime thing with him was his gambling and his pawning yes um how often do you remember him being uh, or like Uh, do you have any idea of how often he was at the tracks uh, Uh, gambling and
2: back then no Um, I do remember there were a couple times that he actually took me to the dog track when I was about 11 or 12 years old and it was like on a Sunday afternoon or something after church you know just oh okay oh we're gonna go hang out and go watch the dogs and I mean he was the one that taught me that when you bet on a dog, you always watch the ones that takes the shit before it goes into the... See,
3: <laughs> I made that as a joke recently,
2: but I feel like that's a thing. Well, that's y- what he always told
0: y- me. Y- you know what? Because we went to the dog tracks recently. Oh, like, I
3: remember that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It's 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 a fantastic environment, actually, out it there. It actually it's, is uh,
3: not as CD as you would think. I mean, I'm sure there are people with issues like there is with anything you go to a bar and it's a fun time too but there it there could be a handful of people with real alcohol problems in there you know what i mean but But it overall it is not as seedy a place as one might think
0: exactly and but i i see i don't see more or less the addiction to betting on the 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 dogs and stuff i see the addiction to the environment just being out there where you're comfortable you know seeing the same old friends and having a good old time but was it something that was habitual to him all the time he he needed to go Um, or
2: well, we found that out during our research that when he was interrogated by the police and then the they went to the dog track and actually talked to several of the people when they were doing the investigation. Who, who's
0: that? Is that the reasonable doubt? No, or no, no. Is no. That... The,
2: the police department when before he was arrested when they were oh, investigating oh. him.
0: okay. Way back.
2: And, yeah. And there, I mean, we do know now that he was forging his work forms. So he would say he was at somebody's house, but he was uh, actually at the track. Okay.
0: Ooh, okay. And one uh. of the
2: this is where I'm I'm so glad that we're doing this because again, the past six months we had to be quiet. We've done a lot of research. One of the other things we found out was my father mm. told me once I confronted him about forging his work records. He was like, Oh, Mr. Vickers Sean's father, who owned the company that he worked for, he was fine with it as long as I got my work done. And then I talked to Mr. Vickers, and he's like, absolutely not. If I would have known, you know, he was doing this, I would have fired his ass.
0: Well, yeah. And well, and does that, does that mean, like, as long as his work is getting done, whatever, is that – is that work getting done like a, a completely different day or a, a completely different time? Yeah, I, is yeah. he fibbing it by just a couple of minutes or a little bit here and there? Or is oh, he no, fibbing
2: full it? full blown houses. Oh, okay. Like,
3: oh, yeah, like I saying was saying he went to a job, didn't go to a job.
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, oh, wow. So that's um, it's kind of
3: like a first step or major sign that there's a
0: problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. But none of us it would knew that.
3: Be a drugs or gambling, or yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you didn't know because because he hit it. Well, as, and that's the thing. As well,
0: an addict would will do from the outside looking in, you know, and you know, I was. Uh, kind of generalizing all the coverage that has been with this story so far with the A&E City Confidential, the Millionaire Murder with Sean Watson, the News Junkie, and the Reasonable Doubt just recently on on Investigation Discovery. Uh, I almost said investigative discovery. um, Close enough. With with all of that coverage, it's kind of one of those things where on the outside looking in, his gambling doesn't seem like it's um, that big of a thing for him it just seemed like it was a hobby like an innocent little fun hobby absolutely you know but um yeah they
3: didn't really touch on that until maybe the kind of towards the end Mm-hmm. of of the right. the most recent show well and, the fact, and the fact that
0: you're saying it now where you know he would fib his time you know yes. um or services to houses just to support that's and i agree with you coleman where you kind of see yeah, that's definitely yeah. a problem you know and it's um
2: and again nobody knew that not even mr vickers he didn't know that until right after the fact once dad was arrested and then he had to come in to be deposed for questioning and things like that and that's when the dad had admitted to the the detectives right it's all
3: verifiable if you do Absolutely. the homework you uh-huh. know like ask your boss well he says he was here at this time well the boss says well let's contact this customer and, and verify he was there at this house at this time on this date oh. and there's who knows how many that he wasn't at yeah i, I don't guess know we're just a number learning. but
0: right
2: right but yeah that was uncovered in the last well, six months
0: and it's um and it's kind of a, I don't know if this is the right word but it's like a serendipitous relationship with um, pawning stuff oh, and, God. Um, and supposedly like and even I was watching like some interviews that he was doing I, I think recently Unreasonable Doubt where he's talking about yeah I, I would have this guy I would deal with so it was a regular thing he was pawning stuff you know Oh, yes. um, the but-
2: creepy looking dude no, no, Carrie, no. Uh,
0: well uh, the
2: guys that,
3: that No, the guy that he was he was working with for, Eric Newton, oh the one that. Yeah. turned him in
0: what the Mr hell? Newton that yeah that's a whole other thing
2: that's that a whole... guy's like the
3: slender man come to life <laughs> that and one.
2: that was that was him cleaned up
3: <laughs> oh yeah he was wearing a suit I was like he's dressed nice but that's not saving this weird guy's Snapchat filter of a face no. I, I, I,
0: well and you know what I mean I don't know like how beaten up life has gotten him but uh, he was a he,
2: homosexual vagrant.
0: And, well, and he's nowhere. He was nowhere to be found for any of this. Um, any of these stories, right? Uh, um,
2: no, not until I did get notification from the producer that they he they found his sister while we were doing um,
5: reasonable doubt. Yeah, while we were right. doing
2: reasonable doubt, and the producer called me. At, what was it like? Three weeks after we got back from filming,
5: it wasn't even that long. It was probably a week and a half, maybe two at the most. That uh, the producer came forward and said that Eric had reached out. To the show, no way. Saying that, you know, uh, I heard y'all were looking for me, and I'm here. And if you pay me, yeah, it's always money. But that's
2: exactly. Oh, absolutely. See,
3: on the show, they just touched on it enough to say we spoke with him. Well, and see he that, said was, this. that was that was that. the fuck is that? I spoke with him. He said this. I well, spoke with Jesus, and guess what he told me? Oh, yes. Right. Send in a dollar. Everyone listening. Wait, no, I need more than $200. <laughs> Send in $500. Everyone listening. Each.
2: But, yeah, that, I mean, that was the thing, and he, like Daryl just said, you know, it was the thing with, I was the, this is literally from the producer's mouth, and, and she was an amazing woman. She's like, yeah, he came at me with, oh, well, I was the uh, prosecution's key witness. I have the story you want. So you can either come back down here, and pay me to do it or you can fly me to los angeles and you can interview me well, even better pay yeah.
0: pay him to do it and that's another thing because even his testimony in court didn't newton eric newton get um a reward 000. after the conviction $20, after the conviction 25 thou to sit that's there like, and testify in court
3: temporary life-changing money for a man who lives off um, suing people and under bridges well yeah. here's
2: the most fucked up part about it my dad it, that's the one thing I can say that we have in common is our, our hearts. He, he was always like Sean Vicker said in reasonable doubt. He always was looking out for other people. He would always try to help. So here's this dude that was kind of uh, like they said, in city confidential, kind of like a Forrest Gump type of individual. Yeah. A little a very strange, very odd. Dad knew he was homeless. He knew he didn't know he was a homosexual, but he knew that he was, you know, having a hard time. So my dad had let him borrow money to get a hotel room, go get some new clothes, go get some food. So that's how the whole bracelet thing and Eric Newton came up because supposedly, no, supposedly we will probably never know the answer, but Eric was the one that came to my dad and said, here's the bracelet.
0: That's what it seems like is going on is that they're kind of pointing fingers at each other. Yes. And then then to uh, go back to Millionaire Murder where Eric Newton is actually, um, and that kind of uh, airs in one of the episodes, Eric Newton's on the phone, you know, trying, uh, uh, doing a sting with the police, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's trying to get Kim to confess, you know, and he's, in, in and Newton's, you know, wants to talk about it and does it, and-
3: And, and Kim's get, like, I and, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And your father is lost. He, right, He's right. like,
0: I don't know what you're, you know, and I don't know. And he didn't know the conversation was recorded.
3: Exactly. So, he had no right, idea. Right.
0: Yeah. And uh, it's like, that type of confusion, It's, um, it, it makes me think that Newton has a little bit more guilt- than, oh, absolutely. You know, and it, and it's and it's it there's blows my there. mind that he's making like he made money off of this testifying in court and he actually tries to for documentaries uh, regarding the oh, case. Oh, what,
2: what about the the settlement that Sean touched on a millionaire murder that he got from Checkers cuz he got his ass beat in the parking lot and then he he sued Checkers yeah. and won money. And, yeah.
0: Well, and you know what? And that's what it seems like that's this guy's angle, Eric Newton specifically.
3: That's, that's how I took it is this guy kind of gets by is on litigious bullshit frivolous well, like, there, lawsuits. There,
0: there's a show on FX called Shameless where the lead character is, is Eric is, Newton is trying to fall down at a place and get some
3: oh, money shameless? out of it. If there's no oh, shameless. Oh yeah. Great show. Great, Great show. show. It's William H. Macy thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdo guy from West Palm. Thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, And um, so that, that was a little peculiar to me, Eric Newton and um, his whole behavior and demeanor. It makes me think that he had maybe something to do with it or, you know, but that's, uh, there's more there. Regardless.
2: It, well, don't forget about the the whole way that that Sean was digging into. That's what sucks about all this is that he Sean was doing such a good job and digging and pulling out the stuff and the Finally, whole story. God
3: did a good job at something. Uh, oh, <laughs> just kidding. The whole story about
2: how Eric came about with this bracelet that was supposedly Geraldine Pasillo's was there was a prostitute using his hotel room and it was left under the bed. Angela, whatever her name is? Angelica Presley. Pres- you Presti. are so good. Presti. Yes.
0: Yeah. We uh-
3: I I listened back to all those shows today.
2: I forgive you I did my for research. The, I forgive you for the nipple pictures now.
3: They'll yeah, finally, boring. finally, wait, 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 burned into your memory.
0: We are from, forgiven from for those. experience, God, trying to have some professionalism over here. I could. Sorry, can't take this guy anywhere.
2: I'm tired <laughs> of crying, so this is actually great that it's set up this way. So we're good. Oh,
0: good, good. Um, okay. Uh, so there, and there are, and the jewelry is, is something I want to talk about. But um, before that. Uh, so I wanted to just kind of summarize Geraldine Puchilla So people kind of have an idea of who she is um, At the time of her death She was 71 years old And um, Petite Marmite I think was her prime yes. restaurant mm-hmm. She sold it in like 19, oh. 1983 or 84 Wow <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, podcasts. yeah, our, 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 our <laughs> Coleman and I, um, our girlfriends, wow, where like they just joined us in blackface, off. right?
3: <laughs> Holy shit, why don't you guys put on some red lipstick they, and fucking dance to Al Jolson? <laughs> Serious
0: shit. There ain't no sunshine when she's gone.
2: God.
3: Which one's Aunt Jemima?
2: Yeah. <laughs> i got a red bandana in the back of my Motherfucker
0: They have this makeup mask on that, ooh, black charcoal. Black charcoal. That's going to be painful to opposed to
3: white charcoal guys we're gonna totally
2: video this shortly uh,
0: um anyways um
2: notice sam wasn't as brave as adriana on the coverage (laughs) 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 sam was smart she's like i'm just gonna do a little bit but
0: making it that thin might make it harder to peel
2: no it doesn't
3: yeah it's in your baby hairs she's in trouble be careful
2: just as long as your eyebrows aren't coming off we'll be all right
0: be careful it's uh wow.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry guys, sorry. Now
3: that let's was... yeah let's transition from charcoal <laughs> mask into murder.
0: Yeah, we're right back into <laughs> it. Man, and we're, wish, we're back. Wish, 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 wish. It's uh so uh Geraldine Pacheco, the the petite marmee at the restaurant. She sold it in '83 for like two and a half million dollars or okay. something Which like that. Which they
3: built it up from like 1940s. 50s. Well, yeah, Yo,
0: I think she was she was an immigrant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So
3: well,
2: her parents were immigrants. She was an orphan in Boston.
3: You know why she was oh, an okay. orphan? Why? Because her parents brought her here. She was kept in a cage, and then oh, Jesus Christ! Keep going.
0: Oh.
3: oh my God! Fucking Keep. Trump was in power back then. <laughs> Trump
0: Senior. Anyway, but uh, so um, she. So she. It's it's obvious to say she's like a multimillionaire. She has a, a lot of money. A, a very small house. I will say this. Yes. Before looking at um, some of the photos of, you know, it's the evidence and everything and the crime scene, um, her house wasn't as big as I had pictured.
5: I feel uh, like it's all property value where it was.
0: Uh, yeah. Location, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her street was.
5: It was when the husband died, she moved into the smaller house on oh. the
0: island. Oh, right, because she was a widow at the time of her death. Yes. That's right, that's right. Yes. And, um, Gus. Yes, Gus Pacillo. Oh, Gus Pacillo. Okay. Um. So, he, so she. It's clear that she had money and um, it, her she had a son Michael Pachillo who I kind of questioned their relationship with um, each other because what Ooh, mother and son Ma- Michael Pachillo yeah and like and- Oedipus
3: complex or
0: No well, no no not question Gross. not not questionable like they were close Okay. questionable like, like they, they were there weren't. was
2: no relationship it was the it, okay
3: and he didn't know where the hidden key was
0: yeah he didn't even know where it was That's what i'm
3: saying he didn't know where it was yeah. the son
0: yeah he didn't
3: have a key to his mother's
0: house and, and you know what and i don't know if this has anything to do with it but just like just to put it out there michael pucillo is a lawyer at the time that this is happening and his wife deborah Pachillo, is a judge all within the same circuit at the time that this Which is, happening. is all
2: west palm there
3: yeah
0: broward yep. county
2: yeah Palm Beach County.
0: Palm Beach County. And again, me. I don't Fifth
2: know if that circuit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I just wanted to put that out there. You can make your own assumptions on. Oh, that. it played
2: heavily yeah. on the trial. It,
0: it seems like there is a pretty tight niche group. Uh, oh yeah. You know, and, but Michael Bucchillo, again, the relationship with that he had with his mother did not seem like it was that tight at all. I um, you know, like he couldn't even find the key, and um, I'm gonna try to play this um, this call here. Uh, the
3: 911 call.
0: The the day he mm. was reporting the 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 body um, discovering the body
3: they took it took
2: him forty five minutes to find
0: forty yeah 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 exactly. yeah yeah exactly he
3: went into the bathroom and then left the bathroom to go into the garage
0: and, and he, he got, didn't see her body and he got the key from a the housekeeper a mutual m- a housekeeper
2: forty she lived forty minutes away
0: yeah so the housekeeper has the key not your son okay but um, here's the call that they made, or that he made. 911, where's your
4: emergency?
1: Yeah, it's an emergency. 130 C Spray Avenue. What's the emergency? I just came to my mother's house and she's tied up in the, in the bathtub.
4: She's tied up in the bathtub? She's face down.
0: He's so sad. Out? No, not
4: that
1: I could see.
0: He sounds strung out.
1: I think so. Get, get an ambulance over here right away. 130 C Spray.
4: Okay, Mrs. Pacillo, resident. Right. Right. Okay, she does need the medic? Yes.
1: This is her son, Michael. All right, stay on to me. Stay on the line
4: with me. This
2: part always gets me.
4: Okay, Okay, but don't hang up the phone. Come back to me. me. Let me know if she's
2: conscious and breathing. So... Let me go back and check her pulse. No, I'd be like, get the hell to my house. My mother is not in good shape. I,
0: I, I would be yeah, freaking out.
3: I would be freaking out as well. I thought I'd listen to this recently and it's, thought um, back on it and was like, I'd be
0: fucking losing my mind if that was Yeah, and but, I don't want to make I mean, wrong... everybody
3: responds to trauma differently. Correct.
0: And I don't, I don't want know. to make these wrong assumptions. Um, but it, it just... I'm, again, I'm just kind of putting my opinion out there. It's it blows my mind to be that cool, calm, and collected. Um, I know I couldn't be, but again, like you said, Maybe everybody. Maybe that's
3: this high dollar lawyer in coming in. Yeah, he's just like, he's he's just like, like he yeah, just going to present this case like it's a judge.
0: But he just channeled himself. and He's just like I'm going to speak appropriately, calmly, <laughs> yeah, right? sl- slowly, nice. and smooth.
3: It was very calm.
0: No, uh, no, I you know I don't know. It just seemed like one of those things where if you can't if you don't have a key to your mother's house and it takes break a you,
2: window. Oh yeah, seriously. Get in some if I mean if it was my mother and somebody's like, "Hey, we're supposed to go to dinner." Right. I right. can't get in. And then
3: you know she should be there.
2: Absolutely. Right. You're going to find I don't care who you are or what your relationship is with your parents, if in that moment you get the sense of adrenaline like I need to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: you're probably right.
2: You're going to break a window. You're going to you're going to do something. I mean, hell, they were millionaires. They could have replaced the door or window if you broke yeah, it. No exactly. No no shit.
0: So, and the time that they that Michael Puchillo is making this phone call. It's it's nighttime. It's like
2: 9:42. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, late at night cuz uh supposedly she had missed a dinner uh, or plan. He was
2: originally they were called at like 6:35 I think it was by the friends that were supposed to go to dinner with her.
0: 911?
2: No. To the to the to his house to oh, his wife. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Oh,
3: oh, Deborah. They called yeah. Deborah, And it was 3 hours later. That the nine one one call. Would yep, made. they
2: went over once. He, he, Deborah and the daughter went over. How far over. do
3: they live? They were in They're West about Palm as well.
2: Ten minutes from her house. Okay, very they close. They were on the island. Yeah, but oh, they were
0: all on the
3: island there. Uh-huh.
2: Okay,
0: not enough to not have a key. But yeah,
2: yeah. Again,
0: and that's I. That's a weird thing. I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but that is just that looks bad.
2: I it know does, what I mean. and not like I said, not to mention the fact they showed up. Deborah even left the note. You can see it in the evidence pictures of the mail slot in the front door. Deborah left the note. Hey, we're worried about you. Let us know when you get home. Well, they testified that they saw her car in the garage with the garage, you know, had the little windows at the top. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm just going to put this question out there Geraldine Puchillo's death gets Michael Puchillo a lot, a substantial amount of money.
2: Everything she owned.
0: I. Uh, I had almost assumed that. Oh, wow! And yeah, that um, he was the, the only child. You know what? Because there's a there's this whole thing where they're talking about motive, and mm-hmm. h- you know, Kim yeah. King can have his gambling that's a giant habit motive. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can have your gambling habit, and you can have your pawning. Um, you Yeah, know, it's things one thing do. to
3: pawn some a uh, fucking VCR. Right. It's another thing to kill an old lady. Uh, and yeah. like, it's a big jump. Yeah, and then for to, gambling
0: uh, on dogs. And there's I and, don't know, and and that's two, uh, two different levels of money. You are talking of like the amount of money that Michael Puchillo would get for her death is a lot more than I feel oh, like yeah. than anybody's would ever getting for any
3: bracelet ever, right?
2: Yeah. Right.
0: So yeah, that's, you know, again I just wanted to put that out there and I just well, wanted Well,
2: that's to- what's so hard about this is because like we'll get into more about what we have figured out since the show has been we filmed it. But then there's uh, I was just telling Daryl earlier, there's still in the back of my mind things about Michael Puchillo, there's things about other stuff in the case that just still doesn't sit quite right but i don't think i'm ever gonna know the answer so i'm just like dismissing it
3: i know it, it's weird because it's very uneasy it's unfortunate i cannot is what it imagine is. imagine living it firsthand
0: well yeah and um you know and another thing you know that came up in terms of chronologically the things that happened that day her body's discovered late at night and they were assuming that she had died somewhere between like eight and ten in the morning right yes. or eight thirty and ten
2: here's another fun fact that sean didn't get a chance to do a millionaire murder They got there at 943, I think it was, the first police officers, right? Mm -hmm. They established it's a homicide. They did not let the medical examiner in until 430 in the morning to get a rectal temperature for time of death. So her body had been laying in that shower when he found her at 942. So what's that, seven hours? Yeah. Seven or eight hours. She laid there because they didn't want to disturb any of the prints or anything in there, left her body there. So, medical examiner did not get a, a rectal temperature of the body until 4.30 in the morning. So,
3: they were overly cautious of that, but then they also trampled through the fucking crime scene and... Well, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't well, handle well, things yeah, properly. not to mention... Whatever.
0: Yada, yada, uh, yada. Murders in West Palm Beach are not frequent. They're few and far between. They're well, few that's
2: w- why they called in the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office to do the homicide. Because Palm Beach police were like, holy shit, we deal with bicycles getting stolen. Right,
0: right. So, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? And it's like... Um, to. It, uh, it's it was like there's been there were several years up until Geraldine Pucillo was murdered but without a single like murder happening in the in West Palm Beach five years five years yep yeah and then after that <laughs> just it was a like, guess after that it was uh, it like was like
2: five or seven it was five years
0: yeah. it's something like that yeah like 91 I think was mm-hmm. the one before that and then um, 91
3: 10 years before And then after.
0: after <laughs> oh god god my mistakes, off Mike, will never, will, will never live on. Um. Anyways, neither will it, Bin Laden's. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> we uh. The, so and then after Geraldine Pachillo was murdered, wasn't it like another twenty years or something before there was another homicide? There hasn't been one since. Hasn't really? been really. Like, Wow. That's yeah. what well, you know I what? didn't even know that. I Quick thought. Quick was... shout
3: out to the Palm Beach Police Department. You guys are really doing your job.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ever
3: since that day.
0: Don't catch nobody and it never happened. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right? I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. also
3: no racism, no, anything. It's fucking perfect down there.
2: I, it's a utopia. May we just say that Mar-a-Lago is like literally two miles from Geraldine's house. So that whole island is just... Oh, geez. So I, uh, much fun.
3: Rife with awesomeness, sounds like.
2: <laughs> and Casey Anthony lives right over the bridge now, too, so.
3: Best cages in all of Florida.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh Best God. cages
3: outside of Guantanamo.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Anyways, um, so the, other, the, the one thing that I wanted to talk about, um, kind of circle back to the jewelry. They supposedly, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there was like $16,000 of jewelry of hers that they had record, but like that was recorded missing and the only thing that they could link back to Kim was this bracelet. Did they um, try to... I wonder if they tried to track down any of the other jewelry that they was stolen. They never found
4: so they claimed
3: it. $16,000, oh. approximated value of stolen jewelry. I heard that they didn't, they couldn't find a whole lot of things missing. There was a whole bunch on her body.
2: Yes, there was a lot on her body. But let me just throw this at you, too, which makes another like, whoa, what's going on? We found a renewal for Geraldine Pasillo, for her jewelry. It was a, a an insurance writer from her homeowner's insurance policy
1: mm-hmm.
2: for her jewels, and lo and behold, it was done June 10th, three days before her murder.
3: She had just had her personal jewelry appraised uh. by the insurance company?
2: Three, and guess who the beneficiary was and who was the one making the claim?
0: Shot in the dark, Michael. Yep. Wow.
2: And wow. Yeah. And so that's fucked up. They never found any of the other pieces ever
0: i mean wow and he like it's a, that's one of those things and like especially why is
2: this the first time i'm hearing this because sean didn't get a chance we didn't get that far there's did a, any of the other there's shows want to go up? did the
0: police fucking dig through did the no,
2: police no. not raise the, a red flag at that that's no.
0: that's almost what i'm wondering is like if i'm an officer investigating in that scene i'm like well or like looking at the whole case as a whole i'm like where's this other jewelry where's this other jewelry like why why are we not seeing it or why if are we not even there, looking?
2: he would have more
0: Exactly, right? And If
2: he would have been there and took that bracelet that day, he would have had all of it. And, and, even, right. if,
0: and even if we're just talking about the one piece of jewelry, mm-hmm. it's a Cuban link bracelet or Italian mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Cuban yeah.
3: link or curb link. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. Not for nothing, but I've heard from other people that this is like a pretty um, manufactured piece of jewelry. Absolutely. This necklace I'm wearing is Cuban link it's okay. just tiny yes yeah yeah
3: but it's the same dude it's so popular
0: and when you're talking about a gold bracelet my, my mother has a Cuban linked gold bracelet dude I
3: had that bracelet when, but it's silver when I was a kid like yeah, our, yeah everybody has that fucking bracelet and or necklace but because
2: of who she was and her with her Italian heritage everybody wants to say like even boopity yeah
0: I'm a jewelry expert <laughs> jewelry expert here yep.
2: but uh cabs are here <laughs> um, I'm sorry it was, Jewelry tan laundry It was Jersey right. earlier I'm we, sorry
0: We run with all the jokes
2: I know it was Jersey earlier So I got my But anyways um, Sorry But yeah I mean This this piece of jewelry They're talking Even the, the jury foreman On Reasonable Doubt He's like Oh this was a unique bracelet well, you heard it didn't
3: the, look unique to me,
2: absolutely. And Sean interviewed the lady on Millionaire Murder uh-huh. about this is highly manufactured, there's nothing really particular about it. So, I mean, it's all who you talk to, right? And who's who's involved, who's not involved,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. What's your bias? You know, what's your bias? Uh, and, then, and that's my thing, whatever like, it is, and um, even because I'm not even going to so like go so far cuz I'm really on the fence about this thing whether or not he did it or whether he had something to do with it or whatever and it does seem coincidental like and there's coincidences like coincidences on both sides it's Michael Brichillo reprising jewelry a couple days before this happens but then at the same time like your father uh, pawning a piece of similar looking jewelry like a day the or the next day. day yeah and, and yeah, but, it is. but that's the thing like it terrible is terrible coincidence and even on the documentary we saw with reasonable doubt he he never really denied that. He's like, well, "I went to open flea markets. I would, you know, this guy would open his trunk. I was familiar with this guy and uh, so I felt good buying stuff from him and I would turn it over to the pawn shop knowing I was going to make a profit." It, it like and it, honestly, like if you don't have any like malicious uh, intent or aggressive intent towards anybody, you're gonna think of little ways like that to just make a buck or two. Yeah, and yeah. Not, it's just it's ignorance, and not which doesn't make toes. you innocent
3: from illegal activities, but it makes you not malicious. Yeah, and I, I mean, say, and if I'm in gonna certain
0: instances, it, it, like it's uh, it's just one of those things where it's um, he he was dealing with this guy out of the trunk. He he got. I deal with guys out of trunks all
3: the time. Just saying,
5: uh, I, best it, drugs in dirt Well, it wasn't ignorance either, though, because no? in reasonable doubt, he does say uh, that he knows that he was dealing in stolen property
3: right but he didn't think he would you know he didn't he was, think
2: he because he didn't steal it right per se. he yeah.
3: was he was dealing in stolen property he wasn't the thief himself so exactly. yeah so but, i mean again it, maybe he knew it was wrong but it was less wrong than person a who was the one stealing it you absolutely. know right i mean I, I get it i totally i totally get it i could understand writing it off had i been the one to do that well I'm not the guy stealing it i just sold this shit that j-bone stole yeah to carry it, and he never denied
0: out. it he was like
3: yeah that, right that, you know it is less of a crime if you're gonna compare the two but it's still a crime at the yeah. end of the day so oh, yeah
2: and another revelation that we had um after we filmed the show was we went back and looked at the pawn shop records because every time you pawn something the state of florida doesn't ma- i'm pretty sure it's all 50 states they keep a tight list of everything you do we counted it, and in a year and a half, before, and it was up until a week before he was arrested for the murder, he pawned 268 pieces of jewelry.
5: Whoa. That's crazy. 268
2: Jeez. pieces.
5: Yeah, you, you just don't come across that much finding it or buying it at a garage sale.
3: Right. Yeah. Or I mean, out of well, a trunk
5: or uh, whatever. I, I used exactly.
3: to have a
0: system when I was um, a little bit younger where I was going um, to... Uh, GameStop and in the bin they would have 50 cent games a dollar games and pawn shops weren't necessarily familiar with the game prices So I would sell them for five bucks a piece five flat and I was always turning a little bit of a profit, but I would bring them like twenty games at a time. But so, I mean, if you kind of like, if there was, God forbid, a record of that, it it would see like I did that over a thousand times or whatever. Absolutely. But, th- but does the number of it make it astronomical? Like, it's uh, it. What do do we think it was? Him stealing two hundred and forty eight pieces of jewelry from people. Two sixty eight.
3: Maybe not all of them, but I feel like if it's that many, maybe a high number is. And another question: This guy had a job; he was working for the pest control place this yep. whole time. Why does a guy with a job need that much extra income if he doesn't have a problem with drugs or gambling or all of the above, yeah, or whatever th- th- you know, whatever it is that's your that's your vice? Yeah, there's an expense. There's obviously He's trying a vice there that's compensate. controlling that, mm-hmm. and
2: that's another Miranda Lambert song you need to listen to. It's called Vice. Just
3: oh, saying. is it? Oh, god. Okay,
0: yes. you're you're bringing the show full circle
2: well, with a that vice.
3: Mar- I'm fuck. a lover. Wait, that's not even <laughs> no, Miranda Lambert. No, I don't know.
2: That's I'm a bitch. I can be that too, but no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, and then another um, one key thing i wanted to talk about um outside of the piece of jewelry and all of that uh was the 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 was it one palm print
2: it was the one quarter size actually that what they showed a reasonable doubt was actually not the entire it, it, it was it, that was a culmination of fingerprint powder and the nastiness on her ledge because it was a quarter size uh, piece of his palm.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's the meaty part of the palm.
3: Yeah,
2: right here. Yeah. On the inside of the ledge.
0: Okay, it, and it was just the one throughout the whole That's it. house. That's
2: I it. mean, there
3: was tons of fingerprints and stuff, but all of them excusable, right? Due to family or Well, the, like
2: the show said that the, the phone, the phone with the cord that was yeah. used to bind her had unidentified prints on it. They never tested them. Oh my gosh. The shower head wow. wow. in that shower. No, I
3: heard... It did have fingerprints on the showerhead.
2: Yes, unidentified.
3: No, I heard they were identified. Who were they? Her sons.
2: Where, how did I you heard
3: hear that on Millionaire Murder.
2: Did you? Yeah. Did I forget that?
3: I mean, there might have been. I'm sure there were others, but there was a print, at least a print, of Michael's on the I know showerhead. he
2: had one on the, on the back of the, on the tile. Wall, yeah. yeah, on the wall.
0: Oh, man. You, you see, and that's just like something that kind of like, it... it
2: it
3: raises questions. It, it, yeah. It's a red flag. Well, here's
2: another one. It messes
0: with your head.
3: It makes me to... think as a potential juror, how would I think about this? Like,
2: Well, here's another piece of stuff that we didn't get to with Sean. Um, what they think happened is because if you look at the autopsy picture, she was hit in the face. And there was blood on the rug next to her bed.
0: With a blunt object, she was hit in the
2: face. No, I don't think it was a blunt. Object. We just think she was punched or something oh, like to uh. knock her out to get like her. Like no,
0: like skull fracture or anything no, 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 crazy. No. Okay. no, okay.
2: But there was a, a decent. Um, I mean, not a huge puddle, but there was a few spatters, and it, they tested it. it was her blood. But again, you go back to my dad. They pulled his work shirts, his work pants, his shoes, everything. If you would have punched somebody you're going to have blood spatter from punching somebody somewhere right. on you. On or your you're going to
3: bust your own knuckle enough to bleed.
2: Absolutely. Sure yeah. oh, his yeah. hands. And they did. And there was nothing wrong with his hands.
0: No. There, yeah. there were, There's going to be um, a clear uh, idea that there was some kind of struggle going on. Uh, is it like assumed that Gerald Dean Pucillo didn't struggle at all? Or was there? Um, uh,
2: that's why I say I, there's two people. Because it was so, for a crime scene with that kind of brutality, with the strangulation and the tying up, if you look at the pictures, there really wasn't much disturbed. I mean, it was just, like, a couple things on the floor. Well, and that, right. was,
0: that was something that they had mentioned, was there was no forced entry.
2: Exactly. And Dad there did was not no, have keys to that house. Yeah. The and door like, was fucking locked on their way
3: out. Yeah. Who murders someone? And is like, let's lock the door on my way out. From, so, from the
0: outside. Right. And then... Um, even though they said that there was like you couldn't tell that there was a robbery going on absolutely. E- e- despite the $16,000 of jewelry missing
2: but physically if you,
0: mm-hmm. if you look through the house there's nothing rummaged through it's not like shit thrown everywhere no um, you know and we looked at you know you were showing me the autopsy pictures mm-hmm. I didn't it didn't seem like Geraldine Pucillo was putting up much of a struggle you're right mm-hmm. so I don't think it was a one-on-one type of match so I can probably agree that it was probably more than, than one person it had absolutely. to have been
2: because like I told you she was not a small person. She was like five nine, five ten. She was over two hundred pounds. Yeah, and, really. And, and oh yeah, wow. She's bigger than me. Yeah. It, and in my at seventy one. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was a wow. Big, she yeah. was a big girl. That's that's she, surprising to me. Well, she,
3: I just looked. I just pictured her as this little petite. Big nipples. Yeah, I was going to, well, I mean, 5'9, 200 that pounds. I'd size. Like.
2: All right, so are y'all spending the night so we can go to confessional in the morning and get our Hail Marys and head oh out? Oh, my gosh. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's, that's, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's going to have to be years of making up for if we're going to do that.
2: It's struck with lightning and the church will burn now.
0: But just, it's just, I didn't see much of a struggle, um, you know, it, so I don't think it was a nef- necessarily a one on one fight or an altercation. And, um, when when I kind of think about it, if it's that early in the day, you know, whether it's whether I think it's Michael Pucillo or whether I think it's your father, or whether I think of whoever the hell it is, I'm, you, it seems like that that's a time frame that they were probably aware or had an idea that Geraldine Pucillo might not be home. Yeah, like she might be out doing her, you know, whatever she's supposed to be doing at that time of day. What, around, yeah, eight thirty in the yeah, morning. Yeah, supposedly or so. she's an early riser and you know is, is out and about early and whatever. So. It, it makes me think that there was that initial intent to innocently just get some stuff out of the house without without even you noticing that you were robbed.
2: Okay, well, here's the thing too that that we didn't get to cover that most people don't know. We know from the the detectives, which we know they didn't do a pristine job, but she was inexperienced, act- yeah. yeah, she, the reason she was in her house coat and her nightgown still is her early morning ritual was she would go out and water her flowers in the backyard. And we talk about no forced entry. So that's what they kind of said was that she was in the back. The door was open. Somebody slipped. Kind of like on Reasonable Doubt. Somebody slipped in and she walked in and and found them.
0: Right, yeah.
3: But still...
2: Who locks the door behind them? Because all the doors were locked at the house. Right. Yeah. So
3: they did check the other doors and whatnot, not just the front door. They oh, checked the back door. Oh, oh, it yeah. was locked as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The
0: fact that you can't get in, that, that really says a lot, you know, and it's a. Uh,
2: because who's thinking about that after you just killed somebody? Oh, let me make sure to lock the door when I leave. Like.
0: I
3: yeah, don't know. well, and maybe I would want to lock the door so that no one can just come and waltz into the murder scene. It, gives, it buys you more time. That's I don't, true. If you, but I mean, how much are you thinking about this? How much was it premeditated? You know, like what were the circumstances and surrounding it? And that's the thing. You? Yeah. Can we get we, a psychic for
2: episode two of this? If there is one, can we bring a medium in? Yeah, I'll
3: Sylvia fu- Brown from Montel Jordan. We, Let's bring her. Cause Montel she's creepy. Jordan,
2: what we do it? This
3: well, is how we do is, uh, it. Uh, Montel, Williams. you that's will. How, this Montel. is how we psychic.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. That was.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Recovered well, I gotta so say. So we've covered. You got it, sir.
2: Britney Spears so far. We've covered yep. Montel Jordan. Yeah,
0: and Montel Williams.
2: And stay yeah. tuned for Jerry Springer and Maury. <laughs> yeah. Maury.
0: You are well, not the killer. And Kim Kane is the father. <laughs> oh no. Oh, Lord. Um, okay, and then um, another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Anthony Pontillo. I'm kind of unfamiliar with him um he, Portillo or something uh, anthony pontillo, pontillo. is a
2: pontillo? pontillo pontillo
0: he i guess like he shoplifts or was known for shoplifting yes. during that time period mm-hmm. and uh is, is that all he has related to the case Petit, specifically? petty
2: theft shit like that
0: yeah it, like and what made the police talk to him
2: um uh, because he was overheard talking to his father about the murder Oh. And somebody called the the police department with a tip, and they followed up on it. And then he just went batshit crazy when yeah. the cops came.
3: I heard that, and he was very I don't know uh, all dis- over the place, distraught, extremely yeah. disjointed, um, anxious,
0: non cooperative, a uh, little little
3: crazy opposite
2: of Michael Pasillo
0: yeah right there, there's that spectrum there where it's like way too calm uh, mm-hmm. from Michael Puccillo, and then Anthony Pontillo uh, and again you can listen to Anthony Pontillo's uh, police uh, investigation um, uh, with millionaire murder and yep. in that audio he sounds like he just wants to get the hell out of there oh yeah he, like he like if he, if he was there any longer he would have said something stupid
2: oh let me throw that something else in real quick that I just sprung off my memory we we're talking about this um, the morning of the murder Michael Pacillo was interviewed. What were you doing? What? Okay, so basically Reader's Digest version. He flew in from uh, Boston, I think it was, or New York City or something like that. He had and been boy, were North.
3: his arms tired? If that's where you go with this, I'm,
0: we're shutting it down. He's a grandpa. He has the really old jokes like that. Um,
2: but I'm um, Ching. <laughs> Catch Coleman next week at the improv. Yeah, God. Um, So, yeah, he flies in. His flight was delayed, supposedly, right? So if you go and read... His version of his morning versus Deborah's morning version, it doesn't even coincide. And that was another thing, red flag, something's not right. Yeah,
0: because you you talk to them individually and get their own stories, and they can't even...
3: Well, they start
2: at the crime scene.
0: They can't
3: correlate. And
2: then from the crime scene, then they take them to the police department, and then a few days go by, and they bring them back in again. Right,
3: yeah, and they want to make sure it's all adding up every time. And it didn't course it did
2: that's not that's the thing and okay so you have michael Pasillo being asked by the police um you know where were you what was your whereabouts what were you doing okay what were you doing when you got home from work you got the phone call to go find your mother he couldn't remember exactly what happened up until that phone call but he remembered every freaking thing that he did that morning. Oh well I had to go and get a bicycle tire tube for my bicycle, so I went by here like around that time of the when she right, was killed. Right. He had every minute counted for. But
3: they never checked on that, right? They never nope. verified with cameras. And
2: then we found out too that not only did my father have a gambling problem, but so did Michael Pasillo, but he was bigger money, so he bet you know on what? games.
0: I've read uh, about this. He was uh he was initially like one of the first ones like accused and it was a uh, very briefly that he was accused of it. But Son- sentinel article and 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 from things i've read he likes to go to vegas or atlantic city City and go big time
2: and he does the sports games and one of the the things he did the morning of the murder was he went and picked up a check from one of his friends they were betting on the phoenix suns uh basketball game i think it was like the nba finals or something like that
0: you know
3: in june in june it would have been
0: it was uh, the finals yeah you know and lawyer or not um that doesn't mean that you don't have money issues You know, and like, and maybe maybe you're better at hiding them. No, it's all relative.
3: Whereas a Kim Kaine was betting on dogs and pawning pawning shit to get money. A lawyer is bigger stakes, bigger money. But but it's all the same. Like you gotta you gotta you know you gotta what's the what's the word? You gotta steal from Peter to pay Paul or whatever. Yeah, you know. I mean, it it's just is it a large scale or a big scale? It's really all relative to you and your surroundings.
2: Yeah. And here's one more thing I'm gonna throw at you real quick. And just let you stew on. One of my biggest things for. Oh, you brought stew? I got, I got we'll pasta. We'll eat some stew. I got some pasta in there. Yeah, for
0: He's already pasta. gone through most of the
2: chips.
3: I'm <laughs> eating all the chips. <laughs> but I'm doing it off mic. You guys can't tell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, but one of the other things that really stuck out to us, and, and Sean and I discussed this at length, but it didn't make it onto the, the millionaire murder spot. But there were several things. Once we found out about. You have headphones on, Dodo. That almost just happened. <laughs> um, but we we find it about the gambling, right? So, like you were just saying, you're an attorney. You're higher stakes. You got higher people. There was things at the crime scene that were very odd, and it all had to cir- it all circled around the color orange. On the hmm. front of her house, uh, she had. I mean, we saw how the front of the house looked. There was a brick painted mailbox.
1: Okay. On yeah, the yeah.
2: front. There was a hor- or, I'm sorry diagonal line of orange spray paint on her mailbox. There was no construction work going on, no tree work, nothing. So, no reason for that. There was on the f- oh. in the front entry. She had two like um, not dalmatian, like greyhound-looking dogs, the statues. Okay. One of them had an orange yarn tied around its neck. What? Oh, it gets better. Then you go Ooh. back into the backyard. I have pictures. There was these little angel statues that had the orange yarn around its neck. She was strangled with an orange house dress. I thought it was
3: purple with flowers or something. No, that's
2: what she was wearing. No,
0: that's what that's what yeah, that
2: was oh, her attire. Uh,
3: the house dress is what strangled her? I thought exactly. it was the, the phone orange.
2: cord. No, no, the phone cord was tied to was her tiger.
3: hands. Her hands. And it was okay. an orange
2: dress that she was strangled. That to me is kind of That's weird. That, nobody um, looked into
3: this? Where did you guys get these these tidbits?
2: Uh, we knew about it at the trial and nobody did anything with it. What? Really? I even ha- I saw the paint scrapings from the orange spray paint from the mailbox.
3: Really? hmm But uh, like nobody knows how long that had been there. Well, maybe Nobody it was there had, forever, maybe it was there a day, maybe it was but there But what's hours. the
2: significance of this orange? And then not only the dog in the front, yeah. the baby in the back the is, one. is got orange around its neck, neck. and she dies I by don't an orange.
0: I Is not understand. Well, it, wait, Michael. So how would that be related to Michael? Mafia. Orange, yeah. And you know what? And that's the thing is because despite being a lawyer, you make great money. But if you're... It, it doesn't matter how much you owe somebody or whether or not you can afford to pay it off or whatever. If, if you get in trouble with somebody... Somebody's going
2: to break your kneecaps. You
0: know what? And that's one thing that like I feel like even if you have no money like you're or like very little bit to play with, um, you're not going to put yourself in that type of hole and get in trouble with somebody or create a debt with somebody that you can't pay back or that you're going to...
3: Or that's going to be super dangerous to you. And Who's then... murdering someone over $200? Exactly. Not many people. Exactly. Who's murdering someone over... Fifty thousand dollars. It's usually a, a little
0: bit larger of a scale.
3: And was Michael Pusillo a a criminal defense attorney?
2: Uh, no, or prosecutor. He does, um, no, no, no. He's civil.
3: Civil defense attorney, though, right? Mm,
2: he, no, he, he just he, civil. He, it was
0: like him and somebody else um, had the firm,
2: right? <laughs> uh, Bert Piscillo and Burt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a he, terrible
0: name by the way. Change
2: that is right a horrible up.
0: name. Piscillo and Burt. Yeah.
3: And
2: and now he's... I'm Pusillo, and I'm Burt. And, and I'm Ernie. And I'm
3: boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't murder people.
2: Well, that's what I always... <laughs> and I'm Ernie. <laughs> I heard that.
3: <laughs> Just got it. Oh, my God.
2: Um, but, you know, it, that's one of the things that always stuck with me for so long. is like, why did nobody think about this? And that's when we'll get into what happened in Reasonable Doubt. That's what makes me wonder, did my dad, did he know Michael Pazzillo? Did he borrow money? Did Pasillo go to the track? Oh
0: yeah, you, you know
3: what? Yeah, didn't even think of
2: that
0: angle. I mean, uh, if you if you like gambling, honestly, like, there's no way that if you're going to Atlantic City to gamble and Las Vegas to gamble, that you're not doing some small time gambling locally. You know,
3: like, yeah, I mean, your fix is your fix, right?
2: And well, let me tell you, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, I'm not going to go fully into it. I had a gambling addiction myself several several years ago. I know what it can do to you. I'm not going to go okay. into it because it's, it's, I'll tell y'all off cam or off this or whatever. But I know the mindset. I know what it's like to get that high of okay. wanting to go and win money and have fun. And the girls are getting ready to scream their heads off. So if you hear screaming, they're pulling their masks
0: oh, off. Oh, they're they are peeling it, peeling the paint or the cold. They're taking the what? blackface off. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Welcome to the new millennium, you fucking small minded fucks.
0: Yeah. Have fun with
3: that but join us in the back of the bus.
2: uh, Oh God, Rosa. Oh, Jesus! okay. So anyways, so anyways, um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where I, I get it. I, I understand it does. Like you were saying earlier, it doesn't matter if it's alcohol, if it's drugs, if it's gambling, if it's golfing, if it's fishing, if you have an addiction, it's in your brain. Yeah. And I know personally what it can do. So it's like, we were talking. Mike Basillo's higher higher player because of his yep. stature. Bigger and, fish. Yes. So that's what I've always wondered now was did Kim owe him money? Did he was he in cahoots with him somehow? Like, okay, I'll do this for you for your to kill your mother if you let me off the hook.
0: Well, and it seems weird that like wow. Michael, since everything has happened, he'll be very um Few and far between with the things he has to say regarding the case. Oh, he won't talk about it. Uh, exactly, he won't go there. He won't appear on anything. He is won't he have a lawyer
3: in it up down there. Oh
2: yeah, he, he's a, yeah. he was the fucking town council for Palm Beach Island. I was
0: just gonna say I was pretty sure he's like a government official over Ooh. there now. It's, oh uh, yeah,
2: he runs that bitch. Like it's it's the the again the coincidences and the uh, you once you get into this and you realize how tight knit the judicial system is with residents with it's all fucking
3: nepotism doesn't it, I, matter to what scale right it, exactly. yeah. city county yes. fucking system wide government doesn't matter
0: well and um and whether or not like anything really fishy happened um within the community or within the the police force or anything like that um and this like I want to talk about reasonable doubt a little bit uh, more in depth um the interview that detective anderson had with your father um, he, he, he did not come off the way that I have been, um, uh, remembering like, like he, he had a story, uh, a story for the palm print and, uh, that he was servicing the house along t- like a little while, a few months back
2: six months and, yeah.
0: and he completely changes the narrative on the palm print during reasonable doubt. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. then, and then he changed kind of, the story for the first time in 22 years for the first time. Like he never denied that print. And now Never. No, he, he
3: he used that as you know his alibi was I did service there. I could have easily left that pump.
0: Yep. And uh, and just recently on reasonable doubt, he has this one opportunity to talk to Detective Anderson, and he's denying the print and talking about and and, and the other weird thing is he's speaking in all these metaphors. Oh and all, my god! In, in, I know. In in uh, a poisonous fruit on the tree, and then therefore the whole all the whole tree is. poisonous. Do you poisonous. know what
2: that actually means? And no. Where's my phone? Is my phone somewhere? I have a... I'll read it to you. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. there's
3: a weird quote that he says.
2: My cousin and I, we we grew up in church, right? So when I was talking to my cousin, which I will not name who it is, I don't get that person in trouble. Something was said about that, and and she's like, did I miss something in Sunday school? Like, are we talking about the Garden of Eden? It
3: sounds religious. It sounds religious, yeah. It's
2: absolutely not. Okay. At all. I will read you what it says, and this is very interesting, because this shows me... Exactly what he um what we told him not to do, which we'll get into about the show. But when we told him, "Don't go on conspiracy theories. Don't go on the police. We're out to get you." Yeah, bullshit. Yeah,
3: yeah. Less Alex Jones, more honesty.
2: Yes, seriously. This is what it means. Frogs
0: are gay. Yeah, yeah. gay frogs. Goddamn frogs. Gay frogs. Well, and this is another thing. Like, even though we don't have Digi here's this episode, um, Coleman, pretty soon here. I want to uh-huh. talk about Space Army.
3: Space Force. Space, oh, force. space, space force. force. Space Force. A space
0: Force. Space Force. Possible. Make space great again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if we can like. Yeah, you think that there's like rigorous uh, exercises that you have to go through to be in the space army? I want to be a space gunner.
5: Uh <laughs> General, <laughs> Wait, What do you say? I want to be a space gunner. Oh, space gunner. Shooting the okay.
0: lasers.
2: <laughs> pew pew. What are we paying I'm by the captain? Hood? Pew pew. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I found it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be the next episode.
2: Okay, so what it says is, it's, it's actually an illegal document, like dictionary, that this comes from. It says, the name Fruit of the Poisonous Tree is thus a metaphor. The poisonous tree is evidence seized in an illegal arrest, search, or interrogation by law enforcement. The fruit of this poisonous tree is evidence later discovered because of knowledge gained from the first illegal search, arrest, or interrogation. The poisonous tree and the fruit are both excluded from a criminal trial
3: huh and he's so he's he's i guess suggesting he's convicted on this bullshit fruit right Mm -hmm. the bullshit evidence that should not have been Mm -hmm. included
0: i mean well because that's one of those things where it's like you're paying extra attention to certain evidence Mm -hmm. but you're disregarding others uh, other things and it's weird how you either
3: stood to benefit the most from uh, geraldine pusillo's death Uh, anytime somebody of that stature is murdered do you not look at their beneficiaries and just say, well, can honey, we just clear this? Money Yeah, talks. I know it's her son. I know it's her son, but can we just like clear him? Like, let's just look into this and make sure and then we can say unequivocally he's not involved. Exactly. Hey, I feel
2: like they did not do this. No, they didn't. It's it, money talks and like I said, that town is really tight. nepotism. Yeah, man. well,
0: and um, and it was Anthony Pontillo's um, investigation by the police, where he was sitting there telling them, "You guys can't solve shit. You guys don't even know what's going on in this town." P- Supposedly, Pontilla knows what's going on in the town, Absolutely. The, the black market and everything, uh-huh. and the, and and in the Especially neighborhoods. Like a true poison you know, fruiter. And you know what? And, yeah. and, and and like and some people would argue that that upsets the police. To the point where they just want to solve the case so that they don't get. Oh, there
3: was a ton of pressure anyway. Yeah, with no murders in five years, and and,
0: Pontillo was the one that was snowballing the media. Yeah, um, you know, does not help. Yeah, right. Like trying the uh, the police officers, and then suddenly they feel like they're obligated or like have to Mm -hmm. come up with something. Oh, the media was fervent at this time. Yeah,
3: around the 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 OJ Simpson. Yeah, like
0: I remember all this. Yeah, it's. I, and I feel like they just kind of went with the easiest John way that the wind blows. Stop. He wasn't he even born, stop. was he? Wait, barely. OJ, I was. I was. He was. He what was
3: year like, were you born? I was
2: three. ninety-two. Holy shit. He was
0: four. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're,
2: you're older than my brother. Needless uh. to
3: say, um, he was. Uh, he can barely remember nine eleven. No, I
0: remember. <laughs> yeah, or, well, I
3: remember. Or microphones. Yeah, or I remember nine
0: eleven. Or microphones. Microphones is what I forget. <laughs> that is. I'll never forget 9-11, but I will forget a microphone or two. That'll happen. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's like, um, you know, the, the fruit metaphor. And then uh, he's talking about it's as plain as the nose on your face. And he's sitting there denying, saying the police completely framed him, and that's not his handprint. Why did he change his narrative up? Why did he sound a little bit... Was he ner- crazy? You think he was nervous? Like he sounded like he did not help his situation by any means with that interview with reasonable doubt.
3: Anytime you start spouting conspiracies, it doesn't, you, I don't know, to most people, logical people, you don't sound logical.
2: Okay. Well, here's- Not to the, say
3: it's wrong or right. It's just how people think that you sound based so, on your crazy talk.
2: Well, this is how it worked out when we were filming the show. Again, Back this was back in January. We went down for- um, on a Sunday evening, we were having dinner with the producer. It was Daryl and I, Patty, his ex-wife, and my ex stepsister Caitlin. And uh, Desma Simon was our producer. Super cool chick. I mean, love her to death. So we sat down for about two hours to go over how the how it was going to work, what was going on each day they were in town, things like that. One of the main things we discussed, Kim was calling Grandma's house Monday night, so when Kim calls, let him know the process. Let him know we will be there Thursday. Chris is going to come in. This is his chance. He is going to make or break the decision because Chris ultimately has the final decision on. I think this guy got a raw deal, right? Where so he on,
0: on yeah on he driving the it on driving it the forward weight. yeah oh
2: absolutely. So when we talked to him, it was myself and um, my uncle, his middle brother, that talked to him uh, that Monday night, and I heard my uncle. He basically was like, "Look." Don't go on this these bullshit stories that this was planted, this was that. You know, because you've had 21 years and all you do is think. So, you know, I, I kind of think he started believing his own bullshit in his head. Could be. And so I got on the phone with him. I'm like, look. He goes, I know, I know. He goes, I've got this, baby girl. I've got this. And I'm like, stick to your story. What well, we've always talked about, what you've always told. And Daryl and I have discussed it since then. I mean, even the night of the results show, driving home from West Palm. I don't think he had enough faith in us to get it as far as we did.
3: But you got it where you did. I mean. Uh, yeah. With but, help, but you got it there. You you, well, you and, were the impetus. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And maybe it was like the shock that hit him of like, this is actually happening.
2: Well, that's what I think because why in 21 years are you going to keep the same story and then you walk in, there's cameras, producers, and a te- television show host sitting in front of you and you go, oh shit, this is really happening right now. Like. And if there's bigger people like we're talking about, did he owe money? Was he in cahoots with anybody? Right.
0: Well, and you know what? In that type of environment, seeing the the lights and the cameras, and and you know, uh, talking to de- the detective, you you kind of. Um, sometimes want to take your stories and add a sense of extremity to them just mm-hmm. because just because it's on it's going to be on a platform yeah. so maybe maybe right. i'll go a little bit above and beyond right. or, and you know let me sell it extra and that didn't when not, you don't need to do that exactly that did not help and right. it's like as a
3: guy uh, from the outside looking in he may you know he doesn't maybe see or feel what someone who listened to all of millionaire murder feels you know like i was already on this guy's you know i was already on board right. with him like
2: so many just people just don't throw or, me off
3: board, right? Just yeah. like let's just keep this train rolling uh-huh. and let's see if we can do something with this. And I don't know. it
2: just, it, we literally felt you know, like uh, if you watch the show, you see Patty say when they asked about when the verdict was read, she goes, I felt like I was kicked in the gut. When I watched that clip on the iPad, when they showed us when he said it's not my print, Daryl and I were just we felt like we had just got smacked in the face. you yeah. like, no, why yeah. would you
0: say that? Like, oh, I could only imagine. I can only imagine. Oh,
2: I was so pissed. I don't know if you noticed how tight my mouth drew up towards the end because I was just like this son of a bitch. Well, oh, yeah. and,
0: and watching Reasonable... Bulled out. You can kind of tell from Detective Anderson that that wasn't the answer he was necessarily expecting. He's, oh, oh, he was thrown off he's like, too. Uh, yeah, was uh, say again. Like, <laughs> right, will you? Right. Can you repeat that for me? Like,
2: and he's so down to earth. He's not your typical television host celebrity. I mean, right. he he was a legit, genuine guy, and okay. they believed everything that we had told them. So he was like, all right, we're gonna help. He he told me when we got done taping Tuesday night. He goes, I'm gonna see your dad on Thursday. We're gonna we're gonna get this guy some help, and you know what? Like,
0: and that's the thing. Like, and I want to like pay super homage to Detective Anderson and Fatima. Mm-hmm. Detective Anderson and Fatima got the name right, and then. Sean Fatima Watson, something last name. Sean Silva, something like that. And uh, nice. Sean Watson from Mil- doing Millionaire Murder. Yeah, um, yeah, the, that
3: was really what the, opened. The, I I didn't know about this case. Yeah, he opened my eyes to this case. Like,
0: yeah, and um, you know, regardless and
3: then, of what he did with the show or whatever, like it, hate it, he brought he shed a lot of light here.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like. Um, and again thank you guys for coming on and like choosing us as your um, next option to, yeah your first to, outlet to talk about this oh
2: yeah. it's a six months brewing honey and you know what and it seems like it, detected- it only cost
0: me
3: and John like three months
0: pay so
2: <laughs> we appreciate you guys
0: working with your fee
2: I'm paying you with bugles I love it
0: yeah and beer uh, we didn't pay for any bugles of beer bugles and
3: beer yeah, I was it's gonna be vomit and shit in the morning but that's
2: fine <laughs> yeah
0: we'll do exactly. it Exactly. And uh, but I feel like Detective Anderson was on your father's side in he the was. beginning of this. I feel like Sean was on your father's side in the beginning of this. Absolutely. Um, a lot of us were, you mm-hmm. know. Um and I was and, Errol was. Yeah. I don't want
3: to say I was. Maybe I still am. I don't fucking know. I feel like every shit's no more answered now than it was. Well, and this is it's a, definitely been made crazier,
0: and, but well, I don't know. And this is the thing, like and this is kind of what I want to wrap the show up with is this um and I and I and I want to ask you personally, Kerry. Um, what do you feel is the percentage from one to one hundred that you feel like your father murdered Geraldine Puchillo? Murdered
3: physically. Put okay. zero being did not do it. One hundred being
0: did it. Yeah, just making sure. And then if you say thirty percent, then seventy percent, somebody else did most of it.
2: Physical, like actually put his hands around her with that dress, and, 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 and realized
0: that he had to strangle somebody and kill them to um, to. Well, Honestly, I, don't, I, don't know, ever.
2: I I would probably say physically killed her. I'm I'm still at like twenty twenty five percent.
0: Okay, and you know what? Um, I I think it's a, a higher percentage that he was involved. And uh, Carrie, I'm,
2: li- um, I'm listening. I'm well, just no, no. documenting this.
0: It, well, it, you I got your percentage of Kim Kane's physical, um, whether or not he murdered Geraldine Pachillo. But mm-hmm. do you think? What do you? What is your percentage on? Do you think whether or not he was involved at all? Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. so as opposed to 20 percent, 100 percent that he was that michael I- involved michael was
3: involved no. in his mother's murder
2: kim my dad oh he was
3: involved in some way shape or form yeah okay. exactly okay 100 yeah. yeah.
0: because i was trying to gauge the difference between like him actually committing the murder and his involvement of i think those are two completely different questions oh they um, are yeah but anyways i um there's a lot to unpack here but i think we covered a great deal of it um and again, thank you guys for letting us come out here Absolutely. and uh, you know record a little bit, talk about it, um, invade your personal lives a little bit.
2: Yeah, well, eat all gonna, your chips. Well, one of the things I want to say before we, we close is that um, nope, time's up. Shut it down. No, oh, hush <laughs> your mouth. The, can we talk about real quick the the whole story about the gun and all that stuff? Okay. Oh yeah, more
3: details, please, yeah. Yeah. please. Yeah.
2: Um, so when we got done with the show, uh, I was on the phone with my ex-husband. And Daryl, we had on speakerphone, and we were talking because, you know, I want to keep him involved because he's the father of my children. You know, God forbid something weird happened. Right. So we're talking, and, and he says on speakerphone, he goes, well, I guess there's no time than better to tell you a story. And I'm like, what What? What story? What are we talking about? And he goes, do you remember the day we got married? I'm going, why the hell do I want to remember that? Like, I'm good. Okay. And he's like, he goes, I was with, with your Uncle Dave on the mountain that day while you guys were getting ready for the wedding. And I'm like, yeah. He goes well. He proceeded to tell me a story about your dad, and I never told you, and I think you should probably know. So I'm like, okay, what's what's going on? So basically, my uncle Dave, which was he's married into the family, so it's Patty's sister's husband is who he is. He's oh, okay. blood. Okay. Um, he would go and ride around with Kim and his work truck random times. Okay. He tells the story of this particular day to my ex husband. Okay, that. He and my dad were driving around one day. They show up at at this person's house. They were snowbirds. Nobody was home. Kim had the keys. So Kim lets himself in, goes to the master bedroom, pulls out the cigar box. And on the cigar box, he opens it up. There's a revolver handgun in the box. And he looks at my Uncle Dave and says, how much do you think we can get for this? Puts it back. They leave. Okay. While he's talking, Daryl has a light bulb go off. He goes, holy shit. And I'm like, what? He goes, hold on. So he goes and grabs the pawn shop paperwork, with one I told you we found, the 268 things. Oh, right, shit. right. Yeah. May 31st, 1996, he pawned a revolver gun with half of the serial number scratched off. Aye, aye, aye. Three weeks before the murder.
3: Hmm, My father
2: even. was not a was not a hunter. He was not one to keep a gun in the house for protection. Right, he didn't
3: have a gun. No.
2: And so when that happened, I immediately called Patty and Caitlin and I was like, uh, I think we missed some more stuff. You know, right. we just got done with reasonable doubt, looking into things. I was then told that I was pretty much an asshole. How could you do this to us after what the show just did to us? And how could you be so cold hearted and believe all, you know, you're going to believe your ex-husband. I'm like, dude, I have physical proof to right. show you this was going on. A fact I
3: fact is a fact like it or not. Like, I don't I'm know just why presenting you're facts. Yeah, take you're, it as you, as you will. Your ex not going
0: to make that up. No. I don't think, I don't know why you would want no to benefit. make that up. There's, There's yeah.
3: no yeah, benefit what's, to it. Yeah. What's his motive? What's he gained from this? Right. Nothing. Right.
2: And, and so after that conversation, um, I touched on this a little bit the other night on Facebook, but after that conversation with them, I was, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to go down. And I'm, I was telling you about my gambling problem. I'm going to go down because I had never told my father about my problem. Patty and Caitlin <sighs> knew about it. He didn't. So I told Daryl, I said, this is a perfect opportunity. I can go down and say, look, this is what I've been told. Right. This is what I've been through. I understand how your mind can work. Right. Let's talk.
0: And Yeah, so he could tell you from his Open own. Open up, right? right. right? Uh-huh.
2: Well, I didn't get that chance to go down there because I got a four page letter from him a few days later because Patty and Caitlin called him or I mean, he called them, you know, to to talk on normal phone thing or whatever. Right. And so the, the letter I got was basically the first page was, did I kill Mrs. Piscillo? Did I do this? He even went as far as to say, which makes me wonder if he's gone crazy. He goes, did I ever take stuff to the pawn shop for money to go to the track? like really dude like how what are you in prison for right now uh pawning a fucking bracelet right right <laughs> and so then
3: and the receipts show that you did
2: uh, yeah absolutely so then the letter went on to me and everything i've done wrong in my life and i I've, I've had a i've had a rough life it's not been the easiest but again everything happens for a reason make right. sure who you are right so he's telling me did i turn my back when this happened did i turn my back when this happened well then Lo and behold, in this letter is my gambling problem issue. He's telling me that we've had a conversation about it and how he told me how to handle it. And did he turn his back on me? Well, that was a super big red flag because guess what? I never had that conversation with him at all. So that told me. Uh,
3: He was getting information from outside. How did he know about it? Patty and
2: Caitlin. Wow. So um, I'm stewing over this. I was pissed. Oh, I was pissed when I read the letter. And I'm like, this son of a bitch. And the best part at the end, it says, keep this letter between us.
3: Yeah. Don't tell my sources that they're feeding me information.
2: Absolutely. So that was Super Bowl weekend. That was Saturday night. I got the letter. Sunday, sitting right there in the chair. Phone starts ringing before the game starts. I look down. It's three oh five area code marathon, Florida, and I'm like, I know people in the Keys, but I have them in my phone, so I'm not, you know, how right, normal people right. do. I'm not going to answer it.
3: Who's this fantasy fest weirdo?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Get out of Probably naked, <laughs> winking
3: their dick anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're sitting here, and then a minute goes by, and the voicemail goes off. So I pick up my phone and hold it to my ear, and Daryl's looking at me, and he's just like, what, what, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, holy shit, play it for him. It was my father. It wasn't, this is a collect call from an inmate oh, at no. Okeechobee facility. Right. Oh, it was like a, it a, it was a burner phone. It was an asshole was a burner phone. phone. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch probably got pink eye from using it. At Let's least. just.
3: Say. <laughs> he got pink ear and
0: pink Sorry mouth. Sorry for laughing.
3: No, yeah, it's no, it's not. No, it's funny. It if is funny. Somebody haunted. put it in their butthole. The probable the joke pink eye,
0: maybe laugh. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Uh, Pinkman. I get it. No. <laughs> 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 it all comes with, see how shit is the fucking, the, the underlying factor guy. with all of that? Anyway. Still
0: hate that guy. It was a Josh phone. It was a Josh
2: phone. It was a Josh phone. Josh oh, Love you, Pinkman.
0: Also underwhelming.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same disappointment.
2: So um so yeah, it's a voicemail and it says, "Hey baby girl, it's your dad. I really need to talk to you. So you can't call this number back, but when I call your number again, I need you to pick up. It's me." I freaked out. I lost it. Crying and Daryl's gone, "What the why what's what what?" So I let him hear it. He goes, holy shit!
0: Has he ever done that before in jail? From nope. From wow, yeah,
3: because they record your conversations from jail when you call from the
0: well. When it's recorded line. Well, I was like, but he ha- never tried. He
2: never tried. to never tried, get let,
0: a burner phone and call no, you.
2: Let's talk about this, okay? Thirteen and fourteen years old when all this is happening. Right. Did he try right. then? No. Let's talk about when I got pregnant with Peyton at eighteen yeah, years no old. Yeah, no shit, right? No phone call. When I used to get my ass beat by my ex-boyfriend for four years no phone call when i got married to my ex-husband when i you know gave birth to landon and cameron no phone call wow or the other most traumatic event was when i lost my uncle five years ago unexpectedly he was like my dad that i that died no phone call right and then when all
0: this is going on
2: when i'm uncovering uh, his bullshit you're going to take the chance to not only get yourself in trouble, Yikes. but me as well. So I'm like freaking out, called my mom, and my mom's like, somebody had to give him your cell phone number because I know it wasn't grandma. I know it wasn't my uncle because they they wouldn't allow him to do that. Again, right. Patty and Caitlin.
0: Of course. Yeah, yeah.
2: So somebody gave him my phone number. So while I'm talking to my mom, I get a text message from this number. It's your father. Pick up the phone. Shit. So I Ch- blocked it. I blocked it. I'm like, Fuck oh, you this. didn't pick up. Hell no, I didn't because oh. I could have got in trouble.
3: That's true. That's true. If I would, especially picked- if they look at the records and they see him telling you who it is, and you know, I it's one up- thing if you just answer and you're like, oh, it's you, blah blah blah, and you don't know, but uh-huh. if you knew, yeah, and you willingly answered the phone, yeah, that's yeah. definitely.
2: So that to me. Charge raised so much more suspicion.
3: Yeah, what didn't he want to say on a recorded line? Well no wonder it's, it's yeah such a big deal, you know? Yeah. You,
2: Why did he need to talk to me so bad? Because I'm figuring out your lies and right. figuring out your bullshit. Right. Yeah. And he's like last ditch
3: well, scramble at at, at that uh, making up more bullshit is spending more lies. Well
2: before I forget, here's another thing that he told Patty and uh grandma when they went to go tell him the results of the show in person, he said he laughs to them. Now my grandma told me this. He laughs at them and goes doesn't matter anyway. They're not going to air it. They didn't find me innocent. And my grandma's like, what are you talking? It doesn't matter if they find you innocent or guilty. They're still going to, they're not going to spend all that money to do this. So Daryl was like, I feel like he threw this on purpose because there is a bigger picture. There is more involved, you know, and there's other people that could potentially hurt him in jail or hurt some of us immediate family members. Well,
0: yeah, and there's that the snitches get stitches phrase, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I don't, man. and uh, But I feel like that's where, like, um, when we were talking about Newton and your father, I feel like Newton was had no problem throwing anybody under the bus taking whatever money he could for any type of uh, oh, he no. seems
3: like that type of Weasley character Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it, it literally is a judgment of character and you know yeah. Newton's that type of guy and you know your father might not be that type of guy but it's and, May, right? and when we were going around talking about the percentages I think um, I don't think there's really any way that he murdered Geraldine Pugillo, but I think there's definitely there's uh, more a the more story. than certain way he was involved oh absolutely yeah, and it's uh, and
2: there, like I said to Daryl that phone call on the burner phone was he calling to warn me keep your fucking mouth shut right something's gonna happen right was it a
3: threat was it a confession what was it right
2: exactly and I just want to put on the record that I no longer have anything to do with him with Patty and with Caitlin because that whole shenanigans and knowing that personal things of my business were put out there my phone number was given I, I and just the actions of them during that week of filming. I mean, even outside done. of
0: that week of filming, you know, with the reasonable doubt, and then with Millionaire Murder and the things that Sean was trying to work out. But with notice guys. how
2: he was—he was talking, like literally talking to Sean, over. Like he would call Patty's phone. Patty would put on speaker, and then have the house phone on speaker, and then you know they could talk. And that's to how each- Sean
3: and him were, yeah, talking on the phone, and
2: that's how he did with the producers too. Okay, but wow. Oh wow. And his and his story didn't change to the producers. It wasn't until the moment that Chris walked in that room and right. all hell broke
3: loose. It's, weird. it's a weird it's, uh, interview altogether. Yes. That that is
0: insane. And I mean it, it I mean, life is fragile, you guys. It's uh, you got you got this one to live, and you gotta
3: live like you're dying. Whether, yeah, yeah. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw McGraw once told me that. (laughs) Miranda Lambert told me something about backyard swagger. That song, yes, the hell
2: she
0: did. That song is about his father. So I I felt like it was backyard swagger. No, no, Tim Uh, McGraw. Oh, okay. Yeah, about Tug McGraw. He was an MLB pitcher.
3: Really? Yeah. yeah, I've heard of Tug McGraw. To, I really swear to God, I just learned that that was his father.
0: Yeah, he used, yeah. He used to pitch for the Philadelphia Phillies. He, uh, oh, that's
3: why you're a fan. He'd masturbate no. in the dugout.
0: He would masturbate in the dugout. Darren that was said. the tug.
3: That was the tug. <laughs>
0: oh, no, he, uh, no. And uh, you know, the song was about his father. I felt like it was kind of pertinent to put it during break, and you mm-hmm. know, because we were sitting here talking about s- specifics with your father. Yeah. And uh,
2: well, I, I, you know, what thing is is I've I've chalked it up to. And I just want to say to everybody that's listening like and to you guys, the support ever since Millionaire Murder started, like Sean and Courtney are amazing. You guys are amazing. The girls over there are amazing. And just the support from friends and family who it was hard to be quiet for six months to so many people who were sitting Can there imagine. going, oh, yeah. we hope your dad gets justice. And here I have in the back of my head all this bull crap.
3: Well, I knew it was boiling out. And so I was. I told John, like, we need to get with Carrie next week because this show comes out Wednesday. So we need to record it either prior to and then release it just after or yeah. record it just after, whichever. So,
0: yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, there was no reschedule. We got they, it. Yeah, we're 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 here in an obscene time of the day. Yeah, recording. Like, but you know, we're what? good with the late nights. There was no other way to do it. Yet I'm, another
3: episode with no airplanes. By the way, guys,
2: no airplanes. No, just yeah. another effect. Well, you're right. lucky. The flight oh, pattern just changed.
0: changed. Oh no way!
2: Yeah. All right,
0: dodging bullets or dodging airplanes, whatever, hey, whatever.
3: However but, you want yeah. to bombs if you're in Ocala.
2: I mean, you guys, like, seriously, like everybody listening to, uh, uh, just know that I'm okay. I am blessed with an amazing man. Well. And Daryl. And Daryl. Jesus.
0: Dar- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Peyton. We love <laughs> yeah.
2: you. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, it's just, it, I'm okay. It's, it's My Facebook has been blowing up private messages. You know, people text me. Are you okay? I, I'm good. Well, and that
0: whole saying um, about the fruit, and a a, a poisonous fruit in the tree, and therefore the whole tree is poisonous. That's not necessarily the case when you're talking about family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, you know, despite everything that your father has gone through or his struggles or his addictions, whatever, um, that that I don't I do not let that speak for who you are as a person. Thank you. Right. You know. Absolutely. And, and so so that I am way cooler different.
2: anyways. I mean, right? I feel
0: like it. I feel like yeah. it. Just on so, you know it's I, I, I so I, that metaphor like can be chucked out the window when in regards. to I, mean, I
3: don't to, even like, wear bracelets, so I'm not worried.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't nothing
3: nice. I'm
2: watching for that necklace around <laughs> your neck. Uh oh. Yeah. It ain't worth shit because it's <laughs> tiny.
0: That's why we get that, too, is because you can't just rip off the skin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, but can we? Yeah. The charcoal mask. <laughs> the
3: charcoal mask works.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, uh, this has been um, episode 63 of Funny to Informing. Carrie, this has probably been one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, this was
3: you know, a big one. I actually done. researched for this, I, and I don't do that. This was Thank a lot you. of
0: fun. Um,
3: John and writes notes, but he wrote like a fucking yeah, mini- there's so
2: there's, there's a, a bunch of notes here two and a half pages
3: and he's <laughs> not s- so bad the
2: smallest handwriting ever right?
3: most of it says like poisonous fruit i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> two and a half yeah and uh daryl uh thank Darryl's. you for um letting us into your humble abode oh ah, yes no problem Anytime.
3: beers i brought him a pizza that was our that was our trade-off Oh my god, that pizza was amazing see
0: <laughs> and it the sweet shameless
3: plug go sweet to go to and get that shit. Pizza. sweet nipple pizza myself. special
2: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> we're
3: still rubbing nipples over this shit
2: oh my god but the pizza was amazing but oh, yeah. but thank that's you that's I mean nice. this was this is it's nice to have the support from everybody and you know to I mean I know people are gonna be like oh my god you guys were cutting up and laughing this was perfect because everything has been so serious. I can't
3: brace a serious subject or situation without humor. I have to Absolutely. make I have to make terrible jokes at everything's expense. Subject. And I've said, like, you know, don't you? I'm mean, I'm not above it. The day after I die, please make jokes about me. Uh, it's fine because I will about you, and uh, we're even. So yeah. you know, like it's it's no no hard feelings. I love you, so I'm going to talk shit about you. That exactly. sounds good to me. I That's, mean, oh yeah, my god, fair's fair. And
2: and I know that this is going to sound so cliche and cheesy, but seriously though, huge thank you to Sean Watson. Like not only for what he did to try to help us with my dad, but you realize that if it wasn't for him none of this would be happening like all of all of us that are here friends we've made outside of it's true podcast i mean he's formed a family
0: i mean uh, a this, really weird one this story they happen- we're
2: fucking dysfunctional as all get out true but it, it works
0: oh yeah you ain't kidding about that i mean because this i mean this story's been out for years and only now is it starting to snowball you mm-hmm. know into this uh this thing where i don't you know and i don't know if it's it's starting to um Come downhill or I hope not, so. you know? <laughs> yeah, you got another documentary in you. <laughs> uh,
2: if it's all about telling the truth, then let's go. All but. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but thank you guys for coming on, Carrie, Daryl, um, Coleman. We got to get the fuck up out of here, man.
3: Yeah, we got to get. <laughs> home. We to drive back to O Town.
0: Woo! This has been yeah. some fun stuff, though. And, Late uh, night. I don't want to look at the time. No yeah, but um, I uh, don't. You
2: guys
0: have uh, <laughs> <laughs> been listening to uh, episode sixty three of Funny Two Informing um, next week. Uh, it's Going to be another fun one. They're going to call
2: me back because we had so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't. We I'm can't still, top this. So I next week we'll be up. Carrie again.
0: <laughs> I want to do a follow up at some point.
3: Newsflash: Carrie's the newest member of the show. Oh, Maybe no.
0: get a medium, but not Montel Jordan or yeah. Williams or Montel Jordan, whoever.
2: <laughs> this is how it's podcast. Ooh. Wait, we need the blonde chick, <laughs> Teresa. Uh-oh. I don't oh, know. The, the kid that draws with the pen. Chris, get a pen. Uh, the, the Tyler Henry. The Where one that Tyler draws. Oh, not
1: to Yeah, I prefer Tyler.
3: I yeah, just get a
2: pen and paper, and then we'll just put, like, voodoo dolls and tarot <laughs> cards out. And, you <laughs> and can see just... what
3: we can figure out. Yeah. Okay, if we take the more, is he going to predict Cash Me Outside? How about
0: that? <laughs> oh, my God. He
3: burped on the mic. We want a whole show
0: seriously on a
3: serious topic. I forgot this we
2: could, because I've been mic. going...
0: I w- no, I was very careful not to burp this time. I know, and you just I did. Was, it, it, was scene, well, it was the. It was the. Now we're wrapping up, so I could. I could.
2: <laughs> I have not. I anyway. I have flatulence <laughs> when I get nervous. And <laughs> <I'm just gonna
0: laughs> turn British.
3: I do. Good thing I'm not nervous.
0: We uh. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Um. We will definitely be back next week. Coleman, thank you for being here. Carrie, Daryl, thank you for being on. This thank has been twenty-two you. informing episode sixty-three, and we will see you guys later.
3: Peace out. Bye. Bye.
1: It's <laughs>